0: Oh. Thanks, Zoom. Um (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I went to the flea market this Saturday because I thought, okay, I want to go enjoy myself because, you know, I had a long-ish week with a lot of personal issues, Mm -hmm. swifting different standards, et cetera, et cetera. So I decided my brother thinking, oh, let's go and see this video game guy at the flea market in Houston. I'm thinking, this sounds like a great idea. Mm So he sells a lot of retro games. And from time to time, I thought this has been a long time since I just played video games for fun. Mm -hmm. Because I've always been studying homework, work, and haven't been going to my other passion, so I thought I, I'm gonna see what retro video games he had. So I saw Nintendo 64, and I saw this interesting artwork called Deadly Arts. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe it's for twenty dollars. I mean, I about to pay the full twenty dollars, thinking, oh, it's fine. I'll give it to you for fifteen. I'm thinking, sweet. So I thought this going to be an uncut gem of a game because I thought, sweet. He knocked it down. So then I played it. It's a fighting game. The game sucked so much ass. I can see why no one talks about deadly arts.
1: You should have took that $15 as a warning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it sucked. It really was frustrating. Um, There's only eight characters in it. Of all the fighting games, I can see why no one talks about deadly art. I thought it was going to be like an uncut gem because sometimes I buy games that's not major. Like, for example, I have on the GameCube a game called Buddy War Primal Fury, it's a fighting game mm-hmm. which people turn into anthropomorphic animals and they fight. It has animated cutscenes. I'm thinking if this was an actual aim, it would be great. So I was uh, pissed off. And then I went to another retro store, got the uh, Fighting Force. Mm -hmm. uh 64 and that was actually a nostalgia buy so i'm thinking be careful game sometimes you can find an uncut gem but at times you can find a fucking dud (laughs)
1: that sucks um and other news of you know technology failing us (laughs) i was um on my way to a date yesterday Mm. afternoon and that's not even the important part. Um, I was navigating with my phone right to the place that we were meeting up at. And I was like screaming at the top of my lungs. Like I looked like that kid in the meme who was like ah, like this <laughs> in the car. I was screaming, how did you, how did you get here? By Deborah Cox, a mm-hmm. classic. Um, when all of a sudden in the middle of my rendition, which is beautiful for, you know, but it was only for me. Google decides that I was talking to it and it stops my music to listen to voice recognition. You know, like when you say, hey, Google or whatever, (laughs) right? And so I'm like, girl, no one was talking to you, right? (laughs) (laughs) And like, it's like, was quiet for a couple seconds and then it went off by itself. And I'm like, oh, it understood me. (laughs) (laughs) But I was like, "Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Google, it did that to me like, Three times yesterday. And I was like, why are you listening to me singing so hard, Google? What is the deal? <laughs> oh, life. Anyway, welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. I'm Nikki
0: Alley. And I'm Belle Mars. And thank you for listening to our little rants of the week.
1: <laughs> mm hmm welcome back welcome back we're gonna be doing passions this week uh-huh. mm. um but before we start we have to play yay or nay we're gonna like go through these real quick because last week was ridiculous <laughs> there was so much there was so much this week we don't have nearly as much so we're gonna begin right off the bat with the fact that your girl isa ray got married over the weekend to a fine ass black man in the south of France. (laughs) There was no paparazzi. There was no like extra people. It was really great, you know, as far as pandemic weddings go. So my question to you is, do you think this gives awkward black girls around the world hope that they too will marry a fine ass black man one day? Yeah, I have to say, yay. What's up, I'm surprised about Issa, uh, right?
0: Because I was a huge follower. I watched Awkward Black Girl when it was streaming on YouTube. And she wasn't really very public about her relationships. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people say you should probably follow Issa's uh, lead of being quiet until you're married. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, damn, because I heard, oh, she was with Drake or she was with another man. So I guess that proves that she has a good network around her who kept their mouth shut and don't gossip, Same same thing with like chadwick Bozeman, who don't always put her business out there
1: so yeah i had to say it's a yay me too girl i was like yes there is hope um i too am like yes like i i love i think we should all follow her example of just like well you don't need to put your like your relationships out there on social media right like you you really don't like you don't need to declare that you're in a relationship on like facebook you don't need to post all of the like, hashtag like couple goals on Instagram. You could just like, it's not a requirement. I think you can just occasionally like, if you want be to, like, oh, me and Bay at a baseball game or something like that. It's yeah. not necessary. Like it gives too many excuses for people to just get into your business and try to give you unsolicited advice. I didn't ask for your advice, Nancy. Okay, you've been <laughs> divorced three times, okay? I don't need you to tell me how to keep a man. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. A friend, well, a friend of mine actually did try to do like, oh, you
0: and your uh, boyfriend been together for four years. I mean, if it were me, I would prefer you, you know, not, I would not wait for a guy longer than two years. Just just me, I'm thinking you've been married and divorced twice and you have baby daddy drama,
1: but thanks for the advice. Yeah, girl. So why don't you worry about yourself? Like that little girl said in that video, worry about yourself. Okay, we're about to But speaking of people who do the exact opposite of that, the baby was trending over the weekend, well into the week, because he literally can't mind his own goddamn business. <laughs> after making some questionable comments at the Rolling Loud Music Festival last weekend, such offenses included letting Gremlin Tory Lanes out onto the stage after dark, which <laughs> everyone knows you're not supposed to do. Um, and then proceeding to say such comments as uh, if you don't have HIV or AIDS or a sexually transmitted disease that'll kill you in your in a week, put your cell phone lights up. If your pussy smells like water, put your cell phone lights up. If uh, you're not sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone lights up. Oh, if you're not a man sucking dick in the parking lot. Yeah, if you're not a man sucking dick in a parking lot, put your cell phone lights up and blah, blah, blah. He later made a video trying to reason away these comments saying that like, Oh, it's just a call to action, his fans aren't actually like, his gay fans aren't actually like that, um, he wasn't being homophobic, blah, 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 and it was none of our business because we didn't come to the festival. Yes, girl, that face. I'm not done yet though. Um, several artists obviously responded to this over the week, including one Christopher Brown, the country boy from Top of Hunt, (laughs) telling him to shut his ass up, do a set, and then leave. Um, and also like, just as an aside, he tried to pretend like he didn't know who Quest Love was, even though that man is literally fucking everywhere. Like, what are you talking about? Um, but my question is this, cause it's, uh, it's brought up the resurgence of people making the arguments that like, performing artists and artists in general should just shut up and do what they're paid to do, which is entertain and not have opinions about anything. Which begs the question like, should they shut up and do their job of entertaining us and just not have opinions at all? Yeah. I mean, he can have his opinions, just like I
0: or uh, everyone else can have the opinion and the opportunity to reject his ad, and thinking, Whoever the baby, you're the overrated person. <laughs> so I guess even worse, because T also jumped on and say, oh, oh, if um little Nas X can respect uh can to can show off its homosexuality, then uh, debate you can show off as homophobia. I'm thinking that's not the same. One person thinking I exist despite whatever that, um, despite what people think of me and my sexuality, is incredibly homophobic, kind of go back to the 1980s, which just says homophobia is connected to AIDS and HIV, which are two different diseases. Yeah. So kind of really just showing his ass is ignorant. So I have to say it's yay. And it's kind of disappointing because shows how ignorant he is. So yeah, he's I think he's losing opportunities based on his opinion. I'm thinking you can have an opinion, but that doesn't mean because you know, as Americans, we like to believe freedom of speech, but freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom of consequence. Like if I talk shit about someone and we get demonetized, okay, that's on us. but we're
1: not for everyone we understand that right like (laughs) we know that much style we are not for everyone um yeah I think um honestly I just want y'all to read a book yeah like you can have opinions but after you I don't like just read a book damn it like you be coming out here like talking with your whole deep voice chest about something you know nothing about and also like people that people have made a lot of like responses that are great about like his homophobic statements but i just want to like touch on the fact that you talked about your pussy smells like water um first of all i'm almost willing to bet money a lot of money that your balls smell like the brine of the ocean in your <laughs> ass crack and you going to ask me for my pussy to smell like water fuck you <laughs> yeah it shows his
0: ignorance so yeah i think especially in um hip-hop where you know everything's so hyper masculine Mm -hmm. we're thinking yeah i fuck five bitches so if um Little Nas said, you know, I fucked a nigga last night, I fucked a man, thinking, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't put your homophobia. There's tons of uh, gay artists. But I'm thinking also those gay artists like Luther Vandross, mm-hmm. um, Queen Latifah, they decided they had to suppress their sexuality in that day because, you know, they weren't as expected. Because if Luther Vandross was singing to a man, there's no way in hell he's probably going to be as successful.
1: Right. So I I'm mean, thinking, we could look so. at what happened to Tevin Campbell. Like y'all literally let, like th- that wasn't even anywhere near being like, what's the word I'm looking for? It wasn't like, it, he didn't even come out and say he was gay. Y'all just let like, rumors circulate that this man was gay and you ruined his whole career. Why would like anyone want to follow in that kind of footsteps? Like, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. So I'm thinking there's a lot more people, especially now, with women taking control of the narrative, thinking this is my sexuality, and gay men, probably like Little Nas X, saying this is my sexuality, this is what I like, and taking at that. Um, taking it back and thinking so are you really comfortable with gay people or you just don't like feel discomfort about my gayness cuz i'm thinking no there's tons of rappers that rap about fucking bitches even another rapper that i think I'm not sure it was the baby or someone else released a song called throat baby which about a guy coming in a uh, a woman performing fellatio on a man and he ejaculating her and he was like uh skating on the Semen in her mouth. It, it was a strange music video, but there was no backlash, but there was for WAP and everything that Little Nas is doing because you're thinking there are changing the narrative of you know gay people in there mm-hmm. and different uh, people just representing different types of their identities outside the hyper masculine hip hop mm-hmm. ideal. So, right
1: outside of your, your view of it and your lens. Like, if you don't control the narrative, all of a sudden the narrative is not for everyone else. Like, you are not straight Negro. Straight Negro dactyls are not the only species that exist, okay? Like, there are yeah. other people out here. Yeah, I think
0: because they said, like, straight Black men are kind of like the white men of Black people. And
1: it's kind of true. somebody by a feb. The other day, somebody made a fantastic tweet. They were like, black men who are homophobic sound, be sounding just like racist white people. And mm-hmm. I'm like, where's the lie?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, oh, gay people, the gay agendas ruining black community. I'm thinking, oh, you know, you know, not the prison to school to prison pipeline, mm-hmm. not really black families, and racism ruining black families, the gay agenda. I'm thinking gay people are just trying to live, man.
1: Yeah, ma'am. Nobody's trying to shoot up the yard because somebody said the wrong gang name in the the, or something like that. Like, so yeah,
0: a lot of problematic rappers, you know, with homophobia, like Boosie from Louisiana. I mean, he has a whole list of problems.
1: So, that man, somebody made a great point. They were like, I just need a straight black man to beat these men's asses so that they'll <laughs> learn something, they'll learn some respect. because you know, if black women continue to say it, they don't value our opinion like you know what I'm saying. So and of course, if gay black men and gay gay black women continue to try to stick up for ourselves, they don't value their opinion either. So it needs to be a straight, <laughs> really buff, like a like I don't know, like a slightly more reformed, mike tyson or something just coming in and every time you say something stupid he just beats your ass and like, you're like oh i'm gonna read a book now
0: <laughs> yes because considering how many like queer black people are there for like black men for example the black Lives matter movement would start mm-hmm. by three queer black women mm-hmm. so i'm thinking they have your back so why can't you have theirs
1: exactly but no, y'all don't want to be decent people, obviously, but you still want us to give you your money. Make that make sense, our money. Yes. And he tried to play the race car like,
0: oh, people are profiting a Black uh, rapper and thinking, don't you try to play the race
1: car with Black people, sir. That doesn't work that way. We're just dumb, okay? We don't like you. <laughs> um, totally off topic, but like of this topic, but Veterans Affairs is the first federal agency to require its healthcare workers to receive the COVID-19 vaccine, as was announced on Monday this week, in order to combat the spread of, um, you know, the Delta Sigma Rho Kappa Alpha <laughs> <laughs> the strain of uh, the virus. Uh, do you believe other federal agencies should follow suit? I think
0: they should, yes, because I think in the federal government, because, you know, I'm up my father worked for the federal government. There's a lot of regulation on what you can and can't do. Because I remember I gave my father a shirt. I mean, it's slightly going off topic. Uh, Bloomberg 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he said he probably not have to work because it, it violates the Hatch Act because he takes that pretty seriously. But he, oh, wait, he dropped out of the race. So I guess it isn't a violation of the Hatch Act. And you have a lot of things that you can and can't do as a Federal uh, as a civil servant. So I think it's great, especially veteran family, where you're working with older veterans with a lot of pre existing conditions. So that's also important as well. So I used to think all the federal agencies, so the USPS, um, anything else. I think it probably should go from state and a lot of like pri- uh, private companies are also following suit as well. I think, I think uber mm-hmm. um i'm not sure about amazon but i know a couple of the big companies uh, disney. Top
1: yeah i know uber and disney definitely were like you need the vaccine if you want work for us child don't come in here with your nonsense mm-hmm. um but yeah um i know what y'all are gonna say you're gonna be like it's the government micromanaging our lives you can't make us do anything and it's like okay girl well then you find another job yeah <laughs> Find another job. You don't want to be made to get a vaccine and you work in Veterans Affairs? Okay, find another job then. Bye. Like, yes. Private industry pays more. You don't have to work for the government. You don't have to work for the government, but you want those government benefits. That's why you bitching. Okay? <laughs> but at the end of the day, what you gonna do? Hmm? Besides uh, yell off at the mouth. Okay, Am? You gonna get fired. So would you rather quit or get fired and they probably gonna fire you without severance pay so now what you gonna do (laughs) Hmm? that's all that's all i'm saying like just just get the vaccine like y'all act like it's i don't like i don't understand y'all's reasons for not getting it but maybe it's because my brain don't work that way so so i'm guessing a lot of people because it's watching um uh, Lester Holt
0: was they interview uh, medical professionals like respiratory therapists, mm-hmm. nurses, CNAs who didn't get the vaccine. They said there wasn't enough testing done and that it got developed too fast, and they're not sure um, if it's safe. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I hear you. So I'm thinking they said either uh, you have to get vaccinated or you have to do weekly COVID tests. So if you don't mind getting it up the nose, sure. So up the nose or the vaccine. And considering if they work, to me, that doesn't make any sense because you you go and work in a hospital, you see how bad COVID can get. So I'm thinking it's that stick that works. I mean, it's not like because a lot of people say, oh, you're going to forget how to walk or you're still going to get COVID anyway because I know people got fully vaccinated, got COVID, but you're not going to be hospitalized though.
1: Right. Like you're just going to be like the flu where you got to sit at home for a couple days because you're like, mm, I have a cough or like, you know what I'm saying? Like can't go in. I'm just saying, but you know, y'all do you, but I'm just saying get another job because yeah. if it were me, I would fire your ass on the spot. I'd be like, you have two weeks to get the COVID vaccine. And if you don't get it, you could just pack up your desk and go now. Okay, bye. Yeah, either you have to get the
0: vaccine or just submit to weekly COVID tests. So if you don't mind getting it up the nose, go get it up the nose. And of course, a lot of people say, oh, we have to learn how to live with COVID. It's gonna be like the
1: flu. I don't know if it's gonna be like the flu or not, but I'm tired of being in these streets, okay? And y'all be coughing. They no mask on, okay? And I'm like, mm, are they vaccinated? I don't know. Mm. Y'all kill me. Okay. Moving on. Simone Biles pulled out of the Olympic Games, um, as far as I'm aware, out of all of the events, because um, there were several reports that came out this week. At first, it was, um, I think, the vault, and then it was floor exercises, Yeah, you know, because this um, rhythm didn't... Even bars. Yeah. Um, the
0: only thing, I there has been rumors that she may... Uh, participate in the balancing being,
1: Hmm. right So i think that's the only one left like right? because you know rhythmic gymnastics is a whole bunch of different events so yeah but uh she cited that uh she had poor mental health and it was causing her body and mind to be out of sync several people decided to put in their two cents i don't know why because eight and y'all won like 10 plus gold medals in your life but okay girl sit there on your couch and have feelings um causing bio supposed to post a video of her attempted practices to which she was not visibly sticking any landings. Like she was she was falling like flat on her back off of like, you know, uneven bars and she couldn't stick anything. So, um, but like, we're not here to argue about that. Like the validity of taking off for your mental health because I will never argue about that. If you your health is compromised in any way, shape or form, you take off. It doesn't matter what the rest of us think. It matters like whether or not you're healthy, right? My question is, um, did she really have to share videos of her failing, like, you know, to like land anything and how her body and mind are not in sync to prove that she wasn't a hundred percent just because she's representing the United States? In the- um, for me, for me, she doesn't really have to do that because I'm thinking it's
0: kind of a degree of misogynoir a $50 mm-hmm. award, this means misogyny, mm-hmm. or misogyny and racism against Black women, mm-hmm. specifically people of color. So, and I think she has a proof that she's not doing well because a lot of people think. Because a lot of, I know one athlete who is a USC champion in wrestling, gold medalist, saying, oh, you just need to go suck it up and put in the paint, uh, suck it up, because pressure can either burst pipes or make diamonds, and she just needs to, if she's the GOAT, then she has to prove that she's a GOAT. I'm thinking, to me, she already proved that. Um, So I don't think... (laughs) Go on, I'm sorry. Yeah, who's man? Let me go check that. So for me she doesn't have to because she says any she's probably because a lot of people who are gymnasts Mm -hmm. support her and they said that she probably has a degree of vertigo which isn't good Mm because we're thinking like for example take the vaults she goes i mean the way that she flips she goes up to 10 to 15 feet in the air and for those to put into perspective that's about as high as a one-story house So, and she said her mind and body is think that means she doesn't know where she's landing. So I'm thinking she's going to land on her head on her neck on her feet and this is Simone Biles she already pushed through uh, kidney stones and got gold she pushed through broken toes and both feet and got gold, she also pushed through um, being the face a sexual assault, well, a sexual assault uh, survivor from mm-hmm. Larry Nasser, and she still won gold. So, and on top of that, she has four moves named after her where they say, oh yeah, we're going to ban some of your moves because uh, other gymnasts, they attempted, they're going to hurt herself. So, I'm thinking, so I'm thinking, sure, they're probably at the show because I'm thinking it's somewhere, something similar to make the stallion happen, where they say, oh, Toy Lana shot me. Like, I don't believe you. So she showed her foot on social media to prove that Toyland Lana shot her. And a lot of people still don't believe her. So I'm just right. thinking, okay. And even on the list of respectability politics, Simone Biles is hella respectable. So I'm thinking she pushed through a lot just to get here. So yeah, I'm thinking it's great to show. I'm thinking, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. But a lot of like, af- like gymnasts of the field for people who don't know gymnastics mm-hmm. uh, knew that she's probably not in the right mind. And And it's not like the 1970s or 1980s anymore where we have to beat Russia all the time because I think America has been number one in women's gymnastics for a long ass time. I think since the 90s.
1: We have literally the most medals. (laughs) Like, we don't need, like, hell, I'm like, that's great. Give these other girls a chance on our team, but also give these other countries a chance to actually win something, Jesus. Like, my thing is this. She don't owe y'all shit like nothing. Okay, you do not do aerodynamic flips, flops in the air, um, for other people's entertainment. You don't know what the hell you're talking about, and furthermore, we we've been having this discussion on mental health in America for so long at this point. People are talking about taking their kids out of school for mental health days. They're talking about taking mental health days off of work because like, you know, they're stressed and they just can't do it. And they're trying to avoid burnout. Why would you not think that someone who literally, especially uh, someone who's in a sport, whose body could be compromised at any moment, why would they not then say, cause the mind has a lot to do with that. I'm not a sports girl. I in fact am allergic to sports, okay? fuck that. But I know enough to know, I have enough people who have been in sports and who I've seen in sports, who I've seen injured in sports in my family to know if you're not right up here, you can't be right out there. You will likely kill yourself if you're not in the right state of mind.
0: Yeah. I was in sports in middle school. (laughs) So I mean, I was in track and field, so I can only speak on that. But yeah, if you're not right in the head, you're not right anywhere else. And I'm thinking it's kind of frustrating, especially with, I guess it's an American thing where it's like, oh, if we don't see the energy uh, we don't see it, it's not really real. Same thing, COVID, we can't really see COVID, so we don't need to worry about it. We can't see mental health, so it's not really real. So, and I'm thinking she pushed through a lot and she, I mean, she's a good sport about it. She said, you know what? I'm stepping down, but I'm going to support my other teammates mm-hmm. and they- and we saw of her other teammates, he like Suni Lee, mm-hmm. and the they said we also seen the other gymnasts as well
1: perform. Go I think her name is Michaela Michaela Skinner. Ah, yes. Mhm. Yeah. Um. So we got to see her. We got to see someone else. Dang it! I knew her name too. Um, Charles. Uh. Last name Charles. Jordan.
0: Yeah, I think Jordan Charles. And yeah. then she also congratulated the. Russian team for winning gold. They even check. because I guess with gym, well, gymnastics, it's a little bit more nice with their competitors because mm-hmm. you know, you you train under the same cult, the coaches and and also Team USA gymnastics is a horrible institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could probably go on and on about them because I watched the documentary about Larry Nasser and how abusive it was to just be in there. And of course, a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, 1996." Uh, Kara Strug, I believe her name was. Um, she was a gymnast. She was in gymnastics. She won the gold medal uh, with a broken ankle. I'm thinking, why can't Simone Biles do that? Well, k- well, the same gymnast that you're kind of proud of, she supports um, uh, Simone Biles for right. uh, withdrawing. And then on top of that, uh, it's kind of harsher in hindsight if you think about it, because she was carried to the to the podium to to she was carried right. by the podium by her by the coach but then she was also brought backstage to larry nasser which kind of makes it
1: look harsher in hindsight yeah like you're literally praising this girl that just further proves the point that like there's no way she should have performed with a broken ankle are you kidding me like y'all 1996
0: and of course it's gymnastics where they say you're horrible you're fat you're lazy you can do better
1: than that you need to push through the pain Right. It's just kind of like y'all were literally like gaslight and traumatize these people for your entertainment. That's not what we're here for. Again, not one, we have 511 medals at this point. We don't need like, and it's not like these like athletes get paid that much for them anyway. Like, I think Forbes did a study the other day about how much each country pays out for like a, a gold, silver, and a bronze medal we don't get paid that much for, they don't get paid that much for gold medals. Like, Yeah,
0: actually, they really don't get paid at all because cause Adam Rohn's everything did a good segment about Olympic athletes where they don't get paid at all. Like one Olympian, Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. uh, she didn't get paid at all. And she was actually sleeping in her car after getting gold in Taekwondo or like one of the, fighting contact sport so right. and really the most of the money that they get is actually to do sponsorships at home exactly So I mean so yeah if you get sponsorship that's where most of your money come through as an olympic athlete
1: right so you're asking these people to perform for you like they're a bunch of trained seals or something um and you're not even giving them the proper payout because let's be clear if they're not in one of these high tier sports like swimming or gymnastics Or like, um, they're not basketball, which of course, basketball already gets paid buku amounts of money anyway. But if they're not in one of these sports that y'all are consistently watching and that you're here for, they don't get sponsorships like that. They don't. Do you think any of the US team that was in equestrian is getting sponsorships? Like uh, the girls, like Suni Lee and the other girls are? No. So it's just kind of like, y'all are over here like demanding these people like clap when you tell them to clap. And it's just kind of like, for what i would tell i would say fuck y'all like i did i did this for me not to
0: entertain you i don't care about and you. also congratulations to the jamaican team for winning track and
1: field in 800 for the women yeah. I saw <laughs> congratulations for them they deserve. <laughs> they deserve um but i'm just saying like nobody has to prove anything to you they don't just like if you decided to take off of work because you wanted to get your hair braided and you lied and said you had sick time, are you gonna explain to anybody that you were actually sick and home in bed? No. So she doesn't have to do that for you either. So stay in your lane and watch these other girls do things that you could never imagine even doing, you lazy, fat couch potatoes. And I think it's also
0: hilarious. The same people that are criticizing her, oh, she should probably suck it up and represent Team USA are the same people that complain about getting the vaccine and wearing a mask for their country. Right. like. Go go somewhere. You don't know anything about sacrifice,
1: sir. Right, like you know nothing. You know nothing, Jon Snow, anyway. <laughs> Let's move on. Winston Duke is going to play Batman in a new podcast. Um, do you think you'll like his performance in comparison to other performances of Batman that you've seen slash heard?
0: I'll actually be very open to it because I'm thinking I like every different portrayal of Batman, I mean, Batman as a character, I guess, really been stale. To me, the most person that captured my imagination Mm -hmm. and I guess in the Batman series is the Joker, Mm -hmm. considering the last two people who portrayed the Joker won Oscars for the role in the movies. Mm
1: -hmm. So I'll be open to it, Winston Duke. Winston Duke, child, Mm, that voice. Um, I'm excited for it too. I love Winston Duke. I loved him as M'Baku in Black Panther. Um, I didn't watch Us. Oh, yeah. I love
0: him in ush. And so he's a great actor. And of course, Yale graduate along with uh, Lupita Nyong'o. So Mm -hmm.
1: very talented actor. That's right. He's talented. I will be sure to be tuning into this podcast, even if I have to pay money for it. Because if I have to put get if I get to put money in Winston Duke's pocket, I will, child. Um, (laughs) All right, we're gonna move on. Activision employees walked out in protest on Wednesday of the sexual harassment charges the company is facing. Activision claims that it'll begin its own probe on the allegations and change their games to reflect diversity and inclusion in response to the thousands of former and present Activision staff, Activision staff protesting their initial response that basically downplayed the charges and um, basically them signing a huge letter talking about how Activision is basically a giant frat boy, frat boy <laughs> culture. <laughs> um So my question is, do you think walkouts actually work? Like, do you think that this response is actually- Genuine is the word. I think it's a
0: good part, but I'm thinking like with video games, Mm -hmm. like with a form of art, there's like so many people that are passionate and thinking, you know what, I love video games. I want to design video games. I'll work hard to the bone. And, you know, Activision has a history of like, you know, hiring all these people because, you know, it's a large supply of people that want to come in there. uh, program and then when it gets close to release dates fire half their staff and keep all the profits right so um, I think it's a good um, but I'm thinking with now I want to say because of COVID and you know the pandemic a lot of people are like say you know what I'm not going to take this anymore I want to demand more for my work so mm-hmm. I think it's great because Activate kind of like a giant frat house and they do mention the fact that um nerds who were rejected and you know for their beliefs you know i mean not for their beliefs but for their interests right and now they turn back around just reinforce the same um frat boy atmosphere except in a nerdy sphere so practically just switching out the uh the not misogyny but i guess the bro culture and just put nerd on it so you just mm-hmm. instead of like rebelling create a different type of utopia kind of reflecting something else and I think a lot of people enjoy like indie games more Mm because you know you don't always have to go to a big company I mean yes big companies like Activision and Blizzard are great but you also need more reflection I guess diversity in games because especially when I talk to my friends who don't play video games they like to play as the girl characters and I guess if you see the girls hella sexualized thinking not all video games are like this but just happen to be like this just just enjoy the game I mean, sure. I mean, I roll my eyes at the sexualization of women, but I'm thinking if it's a good game, I'll play it, but I can understand how it could be an uncomfortable environment for like all the non, I guess, white male gamers.
1: Yeah, I can personally say that when I was a child and like my brother was like super into video games, the middle child. And so like, occasionally he would let me play. And so, and of course I loved uh, Super Smash Bros. And I was the kind of girl that would refuse to play boy characters because, ew, boys. So, (laughs) like, I would always play as Peach. And then when I got older, I played as Zelda because I appreciate Zelda more, even though they're both kind of damsels in distress in their own way, shape, or form. But anyway, um, and, like, you know, those were the only two, except unless I wanted to play, like, I don't know, the mountain climbers and just pretend that the other mountain climber wasn't there. And Samus was a woman, but a lot of people don't like to mention that. Yeah, and then Samus, and of course when I was young, I didn't know Samus was a woman, nobody told me that. So like, <laughs> nobody told me that. I was just like, it says Samus, Sam is a boy's name. So I'm not gonna play her, right? But like, those were the only characters that I had to play. And so it's just kind of like, I'm not really into gaming as much as like Mars is, but like, you know, I come into a game usually for like good story um right. and if i can manage to get the mechanics i'll play it or whatever but like i don't i don't like playing games where it's just another like male protagonist having to save the world like give me something good right like give me a woman being great somehow like yeah. so um, if
0: it's more diversity in gaming, gaming that's great because I enjoy playing as different people. I mean, now I just play on people who's probably the best because I used to only play like girl characters, Smash Brothers. Now I just play who's great. So like Mr. Game and Watch or Broken mm-hmm. Punch. Yes. So anyone with a good game of cams out play so i think it's hopefully well they're the big ones i think in america but outside of like nintendo and xbox hopefully it gets like more people to play and becomes a more welcome atmosphere because a lot of indie games are also popular as well because mm-hmm. and they also did a research that said that more women play video games than men but i guess a lot of people want to change the definition like what is a video game because i think if a woman tastes plays tetris technically it is a video game or like app games i thinking oh there's no real video game I'm thinking bitch yes it is
1: but like let's be clear though there are probably more women playing like like console games than y'all too like it's just that the people who are making the games happen to be probably more male than female and so we're not getting like that we're not getting actual depictions of like women from a woman's perspective. We're only getting it from a man's perspective and what he wants to see. And so it's just kind of like, I'm bored of that. I've been seeing this same movie for like, you know, how many years has, has games been out? So it's just kind of like, okay, give me something different. But um, as far as the walkout question goes, um, we I get just we'll just have to see, you know, because this is an overwhelming response, like thousands of people. I'm reluctant to say walk out what's work only because I guess it depends on what you're trying to do. If it's a private business who can afford to lose something short, sure, but like we've seen dozens and dozens of school children, like millions of kids walk out of schools for like gun violence and we still don't have that problem solved. So I guess it's like, it depends on what sector you're asking for change in. Right. Um, so we'll see, we'll see if activism, uh, you know gets its to shit together but yeah. yeah
0: i mean it's like you mentioned it's probably a big enough company where you know they can probably swallow the loss because you know there's tons of video game programs that want their shot in gaming mm-hmm. thinking i don't care how long i have to work because you know video game programs are known to be like overworked yeah working like 80 100 hour days put in because you know they're passionate about it and sure they may get like female programmers but then they get burned out with sexual with do broke culture
1: right so hopefully that gets better for all of the current employees of Activision and Blizzard. Um, but we're gonna move on. National intern-, intern day was Thursday, and several top companies and businesses got online to publicly thank their hardworking and dedicated young staff. And while a day of appreciation is cute for like girls like me who have a praise kink and like you know <laughs> like words of affirmation. Um, it also begs the question of did we ask for like an international like like intern appreciation day or do we want you to pay interns actual money what do you think (laughs) I'm
0: thinking same thing like any other things like kind of like uh pride month for gay people or like black history month for black people mm-hmm. and maybe June the holiday if this is just symbolic victory so we don't have to pay them more if you're thinking see we're celebrating you or like clapping for healthcare workers instead of you know paying them more yeah so it's just more of symbolic victories of we appreciate you which is thank that's A good thing, I guess, but you probably could do more like, I don't know, do get more legal protection for interns or so they won't be doing the work of actual workers will still be called an intern.
1: Exactly. I mean, I can say personally from personal experience, I was only an intern once and I got actually I was paid for that internship, which was good, it was—it's one of the few things I'll give the first company I ever worked for kudos for, because everything else about that staff was trash. But like,
0: <laughs> I mean, I worked as an intern, practice. In I was doing slave wages because I was working for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, four to five days a week. It was probably a full-time job. In fact, I lost more money working as an intern than if I work anywhere else. But at the time, I I guess it kind of feed on my passion and drive because at the time I want to think, I want to go become a doctor. I want to work in the medical field.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I think they probably used and abused that since like the whole company was just ran by like interns. And, I re- and they say, oh, if you work really hard, you're going to be hired on. So then I asked one of the workers, like how much you get paid? Like only $10 an hour. I'm thinking for, for full time? I'm thinking you have a whole husband and child. So end up, she was losing more money working for this company than like actually. So it wasn't worth it to work. So I'm thinking even if they did pay me, yeah, it wasn't worth it. So.
1: Right. Yeah. And that, that goes to the question of, ask your coworkers what the fuck they make. Like, ask them what they make. Like, y'all are still scared to, like, ask people what they make in your job for similar positions as you, and you should not be. Companies made that shit up so that they wouldn't have to answer to the fact that there's an unequal pay in the workplace. Ask them.
0: Yeah, and because- legally, you are protected of it. Uh, I forgot what the act is called, both passing mm-hmm. like, the 1920s. Mm-hmm. I mean, practically history repeating itself now since, it's like, the whor- warring 20s right now, right. Uh, with Income inequality, a deadly pandemic disease with the president didn't take it seriously, and racism and sexism at an all time high. Um, the only thing we didn't have the flapper and the short hair. So, yeah, legally you are protected if you ask your coworkers. Because I remember at my previous job, uh, I was asked, because I'm principal, with a lot of my coworkers outside of work, and we're discussing how much you may end up. One well, of my coworkers made $2 more than me an hour. So, and then another one of my coworkers made $2 less than me an hour, even though she worked here more, have more experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good to talk about that. And I guess legally you are protected. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, it depends your state's like it at will and point, but they shouldn't be able to fire me when you ask about how much you're getting paid. Right.
1: They should not be able to. Um, I remember somebody asked me at the last daycare job I ever had what I got what I got paid starting salary and I told her which was not it still wasn't good but she was making less than me and she had been there for like a year at that point point. and I was like how is it that I just started and I'm making more than you and at that point I was making more than her and I wasn't even full-time I was like <laughs> I was like I was called at will or whatever like it just so I was part-time and she was just like what the f-? I know I was like that don't make sense but pay your interns yeah they're doing work for you like they deserve to get paid something for their labor and pay the minimum wage because they deserve that as well like they're they're doing work for you they're helping you reach your goals and outcomes you would never get away with that if we're like for a full ass grown adult um who had been working beforehand they wouldn't like so you need to do that the same for younger people
0: yeah, um, and probably we also need to talk about raising minimum wage because it ain't cheap.
1: It's not like you need to $15 an hour is probably not even enough, but it needs to at least be that shit like and <laughs> stop with this aunt nonsense about unskilled labor and shit. I don't want to hear that there's no such thing as unskilled labor y'all just made that up to like justify the fact that you pay civil servants and like garbage men or like you know all of these people who basically make your life easier nothing what
0: like- yeah. i'm thinking if they're probably gonna be replaced with robots we will probably do it by now because i'm thinking oh yeah well if you raise minimum wage up you're gonna replace people with robots i'm thinking robots can't i mean sure you can place with robots i mean there's I mean, there are, there's one company that's raised to probably flip burgers, but they could have done it during the pandemic. So I'm thinking, where
1: is it now, Sway? Right. Like, they don't care about making those kinds of, like, changes anyway. So what? speaking of people who feel like they didn't get paid enough scarlett johansson is suing disney for releasing black widow simultaneously in theaters and on disney plus the streaming platform As her original contract insert she got the bulk of her money off of box office performance um which could which they're arguing could cost her upwards of 50 million dollars um so i'm not gonna lie my initial reaction was But are you still making millions of dollars, Scarlett Johansson? (laughs) But are you still making millions of dollars in a pandemic where people are starving? But I will say this, she's an actress, she's a part of the MCU, Disney clearly has it. So whose side are you on here? Do you think Disney was being underhanded as fuck? Or do you feel like Scarlett Johansson should just like like, takes her her licks and like move on girl? I mean, I am curious, cause I'd
0: love to help out another woman of color like Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> I'm not gonna let that joke die. Um, so I think it also depends like what her other co-stars are probably doing the same. Like, um, you know, the actors in Winter Soldier, how much did they get paid? Um, mm-hmm. and during the pandemic, and like Loki, well, I'm not sure. No, Loki wasn't a movie, but um, probably compare it to like the other co stars are making during this time. Like, do they are they making the same amount of money? Right. Um, she could have, ap- I mean, if she could be making more, and I mean, because
1: Disney as a company, they can probably afford to pay her more, mm-hmm. they can. Um, I'm going to say this. I feel like it was underhanded of Disney to do that. But at the same time, I don't know what was discussed. I don't know what your original contract was. And I don't know why you wouldn't see. Here's my thing. If you old enough at Scarlett Johansson's big age and knowing what she knows about the way the world works right now, I would have included that shit in my contract. I would have been right. like I know you're going to put it on Disney Plus so I need to get this much percentage off of people who buy it cuz my my brother bought it for us to watch on Disney right. Plus. He had to pay a cool like however many dollars that was for us to all be able to watch it. So the the thing is now, okay, I need you to give me a cut of however many people bought it this like however many weekends before it was free. Right there you go. Like, I don't like, so to me, it seems like negligence on her part in one hand, but it also seems like underhanded as fuck, which I don't know why you're all surprised. Like it's Disney, like they're corporate, just like everybody else. They want all of the money. Like just, so like, mm, I feel bad for you girl, but not that bad for you. Cause again, you're still making millions of dollars. (laughs) Yes. Sorry to see a woman of color suffer, but
0: yeah, I think it's probably more so in negotiation.
1: Right, okay. yeah, you should have, uh, you should have, listened. there's still a Alpha Kappa Phi outside, okay, so <laughs> you're strand outside, so you needed to, you, everyone should just insert the name of a for fraternity or sorority they don't like into, like, the name of the strand. But Omega
0: Psi Phi's, because a guy from Omega uh, fraternity tried
1: to bite my butt in a college. There it's- you go. So that's, that's what it can be called for you, the mix of five Strand. <laughs> I'm just saying, just just insert whatever. Lots of people don't like Kappas, just call it the Kappa Strand. <laughs> Kappa Strand. <laughs> oh, finally, several artists released music this weekend, including Silk Sonic, which I'm not gonna lie, sounds like a naughty Sega game, like <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog in a robe, <laughs> which is of course, as everyone knows, Silk Sonic is comprised of Bruno Mars and Anderson Paak. Um, they released "Skate" this weekend, making their total song count a whopping two. Uh, yay! <laughs> and also, Billie Eilish <sighs> released "Happier Than Ever," which is a sec her second studio album. Which, like, the title made me go, "Girl, really in a pandemic?" Okay, good for you. Um, <laughs> with that album <laughs> release title. Um, So, which will you listen to or have you listened to first? Skate or the second studio album from Billie Eilish?
0: Hmm, I'll have to go listen to Skate. I haven't listened to any of them yet because I'm guessing I'm probably, I'm basic with my music choices. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? I need to go put my, open myself up to different types of music more. Uh, I'll go listen to Silk Sonic. To me, that also sounds like a Wanderlei line.
1: That's right, with Sonic the
0: Hedgehog just
1: on your booty or something. gotta go fast mm-hmm. <laughs> someone make it happen someone make a lingerie line with sonic on it <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i love Billie eilish so i'm gonna be excited for her new album because i like what she's doing like she's part of the gen z uh brand of kids i'm thinking i like what these young kids are doing
1: dude i do as well um i heard part of skate this weekend i have not heard anything on Billie eilish yet but like I'll probably listen to it at some point um, because pop culture will probably force me to listen to it at some point, yeah. whether I choose to or not. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, can't wait to listen to both of them. Um, but before that, huh, we have to take a real quick break. Cause I have to go throw away the trash from my snack that you literally just heard me eat this entire <laughs> time. Okay, great. <laughs> we'll be back. All right. Ooh hi we're back um and now we're gonna talk about passion. <laughs> passion passion so this is gonna be real casual we're just gonna go through the various passions we've had through our life so i guess we're gonna go we're bounced back and forth but bell what's the f- earliest passion you can remember having like maybe as a child well i guess
0: As a child, and I guess even still today, I guess my earliest passion was actually video games (laughs) because we had a Nintendo 64. Um, And then we also have a Super Nintendo and of course, which is great. And I always had older siblings, you know, who hogged all the video games and of course we rarely even played. So when they were out, my younger siblings and I, we just played it. And of course we rented movies from Blockbuster, you know, showing our age. (laughs) And so that was great. And I guess another one was wrestling of the attitude. So WWF was big in our house. My, my older brother, uh, the asshole used to always like do wrestling moves on us. Uh, so super. get slammed, the rock bottom on the couch and on the beds. It's
1: got good memories. She's like good times. I too remember my brothers being obsessed with wrestling and trying and doing all of the moves on me. And I'd be all like, I was five at the time, and I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> These are not fun times <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, uh, the earliest passion I think I can remember, I think I wanted to be like, I was obsessed with like drawing little books. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I used to like, I was always I've always been obsessed with paper and like drawing on paper and like, So my mom like implemented this rule real early in my house. She's like, no, you have to use up the whole paper and both sides of the paper. Don't you come to me for more paper until you have used all of both sides of these paper. So like, yeah, I thought I was the artiste child. I was like, oh, I'm going to be an artist. Like, oh, I'm going to be a painter. Yes. And then I realized that I was not good. <laughs>
0: yeah. I was not good. Yeah.
1: I mean, another passion was possibly me and thinking, I'm gonna grow up to be
0: a pet doctor because my mom, she always had multiple animals and just talking about them thinking, damn, you're and that's where like animals go to die at your mom's house. and thinking, good thing your mom's not handling any animals. I'm thinking, yeah, well, she's dead. Oh, <laughs> So she had Pomeranians, and that started my sister Stewie's obsession with Pomeranians. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also had a Chihuahua that came from an abused shelter. So, and it bonded with my older brothers. Or every time I went to my older brother, that little crackhead dog was like, rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> and then we had a cat. We had multiple cats. We had one named Sissy that drank that out of the toilet, um, oh, no. and then we had a. Great Dane that took Super Saiyan huge poops oh. uh, <laughs> got rid of it. So I'm thinking, oh, I want to be a pet doctor. And they realized, do you know how much school you have to go to be a doctor of pets? Uh, yeah, it's like long within like a uh, regular MD doctor.
1: Wow. I did not know that. You learn new things every day. Yeah, you have to do
0: like multiple animals because you think you have to do like uh, mammals and then fucking gerbils and snakes yes. and then exotic animals or oh, if you want to study more exotic animals
1: right what i feel like in florida that's required because somebody's coming with a pet alligator and be like frick's my boy timmy and it's like sir <laughs> in some parts of louisiana too <laughs> right yes yes girl the bayou um my i never we didn't really have animals I had Hama was like our dog, rest in peace, Hama. Um, but like, the girl was not really an animal person, except like, I don't get freaked out by animals though. Like one time in Girl Scouts, like they brought like snakes and other like like animals like that. And they put Aww. the snake, like, you know, they're like, oh, do you want to pet the snake? And all of the girls was like, no. And I'm like, yes. Which should have told everyone that maybe, I'm demonic or something, but like, they all ignored it. And so I was just like, snake. (laughs) So I'm not scared of snakes. Um, But what was my other one? Oh, I wanted to be a singer. When I was little, yes. Uh, when it all started, when my uh, music teacher, who I kind of hated, told me that I could—that's what I'm saying. Like, like, told me that I sang well. And like, I remember when I was like seven and younger, I hated being in music class. I was <laughs> all like, "Cause this woman was awful." And this just goes back to my point of if you're not gonna be passionate about teaching, don't teach because <laughs> she would like constantly, and that's why I'm so anal about my name, she would constantly mispronounce my name because she (laughs) thought she was Francois and that she knew how to do the French accent. And I'm like, no, you don't girl, either silent you basic bitch anyway. (laughs) this is why i'm glad i can't go back in time because seven year old me would have cussed her out and i would have gotten kicked out of school bitch (laughs) i just i just have my 27 year old brain and a seven year old body be like bitch call me the wrong name one more time and watch what i do to you (laughs) just kidding anyway so i wanted to be a singer and at one point I was like, ooh, I'm gonna be better than Michael Jackson. And then like mm-hmm. I discovered that that takes a lot of fucking work. And also I'm pretty sure that man like had some mental problems from the pressure and uh, I don't wanna be that way. So like I, and also I don't like people in my business. And so <laughs> I was like, I don't wanna be that famous. I quickly let go of that dream by the time I got to high school. And I was like, mm, do I really wanna go to college for music? No. Um, Because most of these artists probably didn't go to college for music anyway. They probably just, you know, submitted a mixtape. Yeah, because a
0: lot of them, like Beyonce went to the best, like, performing art school in Houston. She ended up dropping out. But then again, she's Beyonce. She really didn't need to stay and get a high school diploma.
1: What I'm saying so I was like mm, I don't have it like that I, I would still like to in some facet be involved in music because I love writing lyrics and I love um I have a whole book of lyrics that like like if anybody saw it they'd be like so girl why the fuck are you not making this into music I'd be like I don't know how <laughs> they're just lyrics they came up with there are melodies it's somewhere in here okay but like yeah i would like to be involved in music in some way but just not performing it because y'all are a lot okay y'all are a lot fandoms are a lot like y'all ruin things for people (laughs) another passion
0: for me uh, I guess I pick up, I get started in childhood because my mom loved writing poetry, and from time to time, I actually like poetry. I mean, I incorporated it to, I guess, a newer hobby of mine of making cards for people and just like make poems. So, and I just like that. I remember entered a poetry contest in like third grade. I didn't think I won, but yeah, I was passionate about that and also about the sciences.
1: Indeed, um, I too got into writing um a little before we met I think we used to do these assignments in like one of my was it my eighth grade class or my fourth oh no not eighth grade girl what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> my third grade class from a fourth grade class um because I had a teacher where we would have to like write like, I think you made an assignment where you had to write a book or something. And I wrote a mystery book, which is, which is interesting because, like, I don't write mystery now. But the girl wrote, like, a little mystery novel because I was into, like, the boxcar children. Do you remember that series? Oh, yes. When we were kids. Yeah, I was into the boxcar children. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a detective writer today. So I wrote a little detective story. And, like... My fourth grade teacher supposedly told my parents that like, I should publish that little book of mine because it was that good. And I was like, I'm gonna be a writer. So do you see how like half of the things that I was (laughs) passionate about as a kid was just because one person compliments me. Even that terrible woman, when like she complimented my singing, I was like, I'm gonna be a singer. Like, But like this less terrible woman complimented my writing. And I was like, I'm a real writer. And to this day, I'm still obsessed with writing best-selling novels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I remember I was
0: writing a little bit because I was obsessed with also writing certain things because I guess I also got inspired because I was still playing video games at the time I don't play as so much as day to day but I remember we had to write a non-fiction assignment thinking you know what fuck that I'm gonna write a fiction assignment because I was really inspired by Sonic Adventures 2 I got scene in the assignment even, only C I got in my elementary my year because usually I was on the honor roll and mm-hmm. like, yeah this sucked I'm thinking because you, you have to write a non-fiction non-fiction I'm thinking no I guess I was writing fan fiction
1: before I knew what fan fiction was. Yes and that is a thing that we all need to understand like we were all probably writing fan fiction before we knew of fan fiction just like we were watching anime before we knew it was anime. Yes and I guess a good passion of ours
0: I guess millennials especially your young kid was Pokemon. I mean, uh-huh. I was obsessed with Pokemon. Dragon Ball Z, well, I got into Sailor Moon actually in middle school, not as a kid. I mean, I watched from time to time, but you know, my older brother only watched like Dragon Ball Z, so I was more into that. And then I got into Sailor Moon later. And I guess I I did have that toxic girl mindset,
1: like, oh, anything girly is bad. Mm-hmm. We all went through that when we were in middle school, child. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> But I remember, no girl, I was obsessed with Sailor Moon at five years old. Like <laughs> I made the girls watch Sailor Moon S on my fifth birthday at my little private like kindergarten <laughs> academy that I was going to. I made them watch it. We had cake and ice cream, those little tiny bluebell ice cream, little pint things. um, And like, well, not even pints. They're like a quarter for, I don't know. Oh we yeah, the, the
0: small ones one. with like the wooden little with The wooden little thing.
1: paddle spoon, that's right. And some cake and I made them all watch it i didn't care that the boys didn't like it we're watching sailor moon s bitches look at sailor moon look at the snow queen look at the sailor scouts witness <laughs> <Goodness>, greatness <laughs> and i loved pokemon yes i love i feel like my brother was really obsessed with pokemon like the middle child because he had the pokemon cars i don't even know where they are i feel like he still has them He's hiding them somewhere, yeah.
0: We had the Pokemon car, we have the Pokemon the 64. Um, uh, we even have like the Game Boy Super Nintendo. I mean, I play that up to third grade, and I guess when I went to third grade at my place, uh, like girls didn't like cartoons and anime. So if I like Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! and the other cartoons, only boys like that stuff. So I guess I kind of became a little bit tomboy because that's what the guys like, and only the girls like brats. I like both. I'm thinking, which side do I choose? I guess
1: I kind of went with boys. Right. Like, who do I be friends with? (laughs) I got that. Um, Yeah, we, I don't think we really had a problem with that. But again, like, it was like stuff that would come on, like, you know, the WB, like for kids. Yeah, the kids WB. Yeah, like they would oh. do like the Animaniacs and then they would do like a whole thing that was anime that Nobody was there like Cardcaptor Sakura, Yu-Gi-Oh. Like, like a Digimon <laughs> and yes, I actually like
0: both actually like Pokemon more than Digimon and yes, there is a difference. There is a difference. Digimon are
1: digital monsters. Okay. <laughs> and Pokemon are pocket monsters. Pocket monsters, get it right you pleblians. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yes I was obsessed with I loved Pokemon I used to be able to do the whole Pokemon rap and then they came up with more Pokemon and I was like "Mm, just kidding I don't know this whole rap but um yes I loved I loved Brock for no reason
0: like I I mean I guess this is where my first crush came in first it was Piccolo but then it was like Gohan yes please. i just had a huge crush on gohan and then i guess i never really got super obsessed i guess more into like naruto but i guess broccoli mm-hmm. yes broccoli
1: we remember um uh, we remember those days i remember being in middle school like oh my god if you talk about broccoli one more time he's <laughs> <laughs> just so honorable <laughs> You're like, but you know what though? You know what though? Bell's Bell Mars had better taste in men back then than I did because I used to like Kiba, and Kiba was a fucking bully. Okay. Like yeah. in middle school. Yeah, he was just an ass to nars he's asshole. Oh. Like he's an asshole. And it's just like that just shows you how reflective of my childhood that was <laughs> that I liked a bully. <laughs> like <laughs> and I didn't get over it. But like I went from Kiba to like Gara. <laughs> just like a transition that didn't totally make sense until he reformed himself <laughs> oh my god um yes anime was the thing that we loved uh what else um oh I feel like writing stayed with me for like ever and I loved I loved reading when I was in like uh school I remember I wasn't into reading either another story another one (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't into reading either until my parents made up this like this thing to get me to read in the summer instead of like watching tv and shit so like they made up this thing where I would have to read so many books and write like a report on it and then they would like a prize would be sent to me or whatever so I was like oh yeah I'm gonna get this fucking prize so like I read that's how I got into boxcar children (laughs)
0: like Mm -hmm. I read the
1: whole boxcar children series I wrote a report on it and then they gave me and so then I never stopped reading after that (laughs) like well I say I never stopped reading until I got to an adult and like after you graduate in like English and you read a whole bunch of books or whatever, you're kind of tired of it. (laughs) Like you're like, I need a break. Like just a small one, just a smidge. So you take a break and I haven't really, I just started picking up back on reading books during the pandemic and it's been a fun time and a book of the month and that's really cool. But like yes, child, the girl was obsessed with reading and not any of the good things. Like I was reading Twilight when it first came out before all you hoes were obsessed with it. Oh yeah, I remember reading.
0: I remember how long it was i'm thinking huh this kind of seems like it's self-insert fan fiction because i think in middle school i learned what fan fiction was because i remember the first fan fiction i ever read was actually a sasuke sakura one and it was like one with any windows in it so they're like trapped in the closet like oh my god <laughs> i remember sharing it with my friends nikki i was there and it's like oh my god it's getting everywhere take off your shirt so then they're locked in there when they open it up Sasuke had his shirt off kissing Socrates' neck and thinking, oh, and then remember this
1: one. I know exactly the one you're talking about. I'm like, yes, yeah, so that's also one of the first ones I ever read. <laughs> yeah, either was actually that
0: one. I remember sharing that with my friends. And there was another one was like Sonic uh, fan fiction. It's about about uh, Sonic uh, scary sleepovers. And it's just, you know, a bunch of the Sonic characters just staring sleepovers. And then, Costle, we played role play, make believe. And that's when we started, I guess, our fan made universe, Otaku Academy.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then those stupid boys threw it away. (laughs) They stole it. Oh, I was so, I'm still mad about that sometimes. I'm like, sometimes I'll wake up. And, like, I'll think about how much I love fan fiction, like, while I'm reading fan fiction, and then I'll remember that those stupid boys in middle school threw away our fan fiction. And I'm yes, like, oh. so one of our
0: friends actually drew, like, the nine-tailed fox on top of it. It was a beautiful cover. Mm-hmm. Damn, I wish I took a picture of that cover. It was really gorgeous. It
1: was really good. And they just hateful little assholes just threw thing <laughs> <laughs> away. But, yes, um, yeah, that's when we started writing fan fiction, bro middle school the times i also read fan fiction when i was in middle school i can't remember the first one i read it's been too many since then but like probably it was probably a naruto fan fiction um and it probably was like it was probably naruto fan. it was probably one of that one i feel like that was one of the first ones i read too um even though like sakura annoyed me (laughs) (laughs) she annoyed me like oh kishimoto you did your female characters wrong um let's see what was some another passion that I was into I
0: mean for middle school for me I guess in the exact opposite I didn't read for fun I mean as a kid my dad like okay you and your brother you're just going to study over the summer so you just got like these cheap like one dollar books like uh fourth grade English fifth grade English and math and so we don't always get behind in school and I guess that's always so smart
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: think in middle school I started going to advanced classes where you have required summer reading right. and it required assignments. And so I'm thinking, uh, I have to read like, but I guess I had a like a high reading in- endurance where I can read a hundred pages a day of like Amy Tan or the Secret Life of Bees mm-hmm. and different stuff. I mean, now the last book I read was about a study book called Safety Professionals by David Yates. So, and I can barely read like 20 pages. I'm <laughs> thinking I let myself you- go. <laughs>
1: the endurance really does because i remember so when i read for fun but i would read like you know um twilight even though i don't want to admit that but i would read like you know twilight um what else did i read let me look at my bookshelf oh. <laughs> Yeah, Twilight,
0: yeah, it's kind of a stupid book, but I'm just thinking Mm if one of my fan fictions became super famous, and I made money from it, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a little bit embarrassing, but I'm thinking it's really not that bad, plus there's a ton of stupid things, and actually, I think we owe Stephen Mayer, Stephanie Mayer, an apology. Yeah, it's a little bit toxic, because, you know, that's her beliefs, but I'm thinking compared to J.K. Rowling, because I also loved Harry Potter. I mean, I still love Harry Potter, but... In terms of authors, I'm thinking, yeah, I guess I'll take Stephanie Mayer. At least she also casts like actual native people in her roles right. versus JK Rowling with the racist name of Cho Chang. Because I also heard a rumor, not sure if it's true, but they said that she wanted to name Cho Chang Chang, but they talked her out of it
1: y'all are so sad but yeah like i would read stuff like what is the the percy jackson series oh yeah yeah i read that when i was a kid like so i would read all of these things that are now totally popular works or whatever and like i would read that shit in like like i would read one twilight book two days or less like 400 something plus pages two days or less child devour it like I was a god eating worlds okay (laughs) like yeah and I guess
0: that's also like middle school high school is also where I guess I learned a little bit embarrassment because my interest because you know like oh you like that strange ass Naruto shit or you like that animation because you know a lot of people kind of grew out of Pokemon I mean now I guess it's a slap in the face because you know I like to play the Pokemon games and now as an adult with the same people that made in front of us were playing like Pokemon with a mm-hmm. Poke walker on the side the same people playing fucking Pokemon Go. Exactly. Thinking- you're taking my subculture of nerdiness.
1: Right. Like the same people who shit on us for like anime and like, you know, I remember like distinctly like that one like small ass Asian kid that like, I remember we like, I had a thing on the cover and it was just like these two anime girls and I named one me and one you or whatever. Like, oh yeah, like just as a fun thing and he made fun of us for it. Like, like, ah, uh, like y'all would ever look like that. What is wrong with you or whatever? And like, it's just kind of like, bruh if you don't mind your business and get out of my black ass business if i ever see that man again again, i'm gonna curse him out be like oh do you like anime now Hmm. How interesting. <laughs> I wonder what kind of porn you watch. Let's pull up your history, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Epic like- porn. Exactly. But like, I used to, my uh, endurance is really like paled because like, I used to be able to read that shit, but also I have responsibilities now. So that's like- Yeah, it, it does
0: change thinking, shit, I have like other things to do. And then I guess for my responsibilities, you have to like
1: track my feet. I'm thinking I have
0: to do it versus I'm just doing my free time for fun.
1: Right, exactly. So it's just kind of like, yeah, cause I used to be able to write like 50 pages almost in a day if I really tried hard enough. Now I can barely do 10, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, you know, there's a, there's a, there's an endurance thing. And there's also like, as an adult, you get in your head or whatever, right? Like aside yeah. from responsibilities, especially when you're doing things you're passionate about you're like, is this good? is it good (laughs) or is it bad (laughs) i don't know like you know what i'm saying like you're your own worst critic so um yeah but like i yeah that's pretty much it from like up until college and then i feel like i've developed well no when i was in high school like i remember i made up shenanigans when i was in high school um and I don't think I ever considered myself a game developer I was just like I made up this fun thing to play with my friends or whatever right <laughs> and I would literally just like do the game because I would eat lunch like the period before in class and then like I would just play games with my friends like during lunch but like I'm now I'm like oh I should make this into a game I'm like I want to be a game developer and I don't know where the fuck that came from but now <laughs> I want to I do it so like yeah, that was the thing that happened in high Cause school. In high school, also, I visited my sister, uh, Stewie, while she was in
0: college. I believe she was like a freshman, sophomore at the time in New Orleans. And I met her friend who was uh, hardcore into social justice. I'm thinking, wow, she's so cool. I mean, she was a black queer woman. She and her girlfriend were really nice to me. She told me about her research, you know, black people and feminism and other stuff. So I'm thinking that's my first exposure to being cute. I learned about feminism and black people being oppressed and everything. I guess I kind of like went hardcore into social justice warrior, almost crazy into it when I was on my Tumblr days. I mean, I'm reeling back from. it. I still believe some of the same thing, but probably not as militaristic as my mindset was. Right. Yeah. Fair. Yes. Um, because and then I didn't really get much passions in college yeah, no. um I guess I was also around nerdy people so I got a little bit to cosplay with one of my friends that introduced me to it because I think it was the first time I went to like a convention um I used to get all these cosplays and thinking wow I didn't know it was that attractive so I got a lot more male attention too. right in
1: cosplay I remember this um every time there's a there's a picture of us me as Catwoman, not looking nearly as good and then bell mars is harley quinn looking fabulous (laughs) and so that's cute every time she dresses up she looks very very good so she's good at cosplay i am not i'm basic as fuck that's not my that's not my ministry (laughs) ministry. i mean then i realized how
0: expensive cosplaying can be i haven't been to any new ones yet i'm guessing now i have like my own job and shit probably I might go back, maybe learn how to sew. And I guess now as an adult, I guess I got newish passions of like making birthday cards. Cause I have a lot of creative friends like Nikki Alley and I have a friend Kiwi who like to like make their own poetry, they're great artists. And we start making each other cards. So I'm thinking, huh, I should start making it for other people. Yeah. So. I started like at my job because uh, we had a habit of like letting people go and thinking, oh yeah, just the last day of the job <laughs> thinking cool. are you guys gonna do anything? No, i think thinking that's bull crap, not even a card. They worked there for a long time. So I made one for one of my close friends, one of my birthday twins. So I made her a card. She actually cried. And even though we're not supposed to be touching each other because start of COVID, um, they did it. I made it for another one of my supervisors. So I got everyone to sign it. It was gorgeous. It was a cheesy poem. Um, and then I also made, made one for my Cinematic other reason Rip. Uh, with a 3D, with uh, the lady from Resident Evil, like a 3D pop-up. Mm-hmm. So I haven't made one. And then also for one of my other friends, Jazzy, who fucked up his... Uh, uh, I also went to tie-dye, who fucked up his uh, hoodie hoodie, right. uh, by accidentally bleaching it with sulfuric acid, even though he shouldn't be doing that.
1: You know what? I just fucking called him out.
0: Fuck him in his pigeons. That's
1: right. Fuck <laughs> him and his pigeons. Yeah. Um, yes i've seen i should have stole it but
0: i couldn't wear a small god
1: goddamn you small bastard that's right fuck you um <laughs> <laughs> yeah she does good she does good tie-dye work i'm a little i'm envious i tried one time to do like transformative like a pattern with bleach like on the back of a black shirt and like i i'm not that good at shapes So I made something that I thought looked like wings, but they don't look like. They look like leaves. So like the back of shirt literally just has leaves in like black and the rest of it is like a bleached orange. And it's just kind of like, oh, I should throw this away. But, you know, I worked hard on it. So
0: I mean, I thought my design of like reverse tie dye, bleach sucked ass, but he loved it so much. He said, oh, just do whatever you want. He just gave me like, Do whatever you want. Just don't fuck up the logo. Thinking you trust me with your name brand Nike hoodie. I mean, (laughs) I'm thinking I might have fucked it up, but he might like think it's good. Mm -hmm. I mean, it looked pretty good. I mean, I might continue it.
1: Give yourself more credit. It was a good job. Um, You should have got paid. But uh, (laughs) yes. I bet he's
0: my friend. I'll do it for free. Is he
1: your friend though? Anyway. Um. (laughs) I, I too like making cards, I but I totally forgot about that. I, I've been making cards for like my friends since. Um, yeah. And Nikki Alley made me
0: this giant, gigantic card
1: scientific board. It's gorgeous. Thanks. It, that was a, a dual effort between myself and Kiwi. Um, but yes, I, I love making huge cards. I used to do like giant ones like with poster board and then i did of course uh belmars has the only card like scientific board card in existence <laughs> that i've ever made because i was like oh this is a lot of work uh- <laughs> um and then i also make like smaller cards for my little cousins and like different shapes and stuff so it's it's a fun little thing to do um yes uh, what else um at one point i thought i wanted to make that like a thing but i just never did um, I like to do them on Canva now. Like, I like to design stuff and give them digitally because that's less work, also less construction paper. Um, but teach zone. Um, I mean, I
0: guess it gave me my Michael's obsession uh, and Hobby Lobby too. But I'm guessing Michael's is a little bit less controversial. It depends if I want to be ethical or not. But also, Michael's is the better 3D stickers because, like, for our Secret Santa. Uh, they gave me, like, a shitload of cardstock. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, wow, I can actually make cards. Another one of my coworkers gave me, like, Michael stamps. So, yes, <laughs> I have a lot. I'm thinking, damn, at this point, I just need to, the only thing limiting me is my
1: imagination. Indeed. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if we wanted to. We could open up a whole greeting card studio. <laughs> <laughs> Hell. Um... Yes. What else did I what else did I get into? I'm into voice acting right now. I don't know like how far that's gonna take me, but I feel like I first got into that when we went to um was it anime Montserri or was it uh I think it was Comic Palooza because we went to one uh with one of
0: the voice actors and she told us about her experiences and then she said sometimes they'll give you like an awkward uh advice like could you die wet? wherever that means. And sometimes yes. auspices said that the sound booth is not insulated, so if you fart, you're stuck with your own fart in there.
1: <laughs> yes, I remember this and I was like, ooh, and I was kind of interested at that point, but I think I've gotten more interested in it recently. so that's been interesting. I don't know how far that's gonna go. but I like it. like I want to I want to do it. Um, yeah, what everybody. else? I what mean, you- I, one of my other passions was actually acting because
0: i was actually pretty good in like middle school because i actually got an award from it because we did charlotte's webb i won best actress award and that mm-hmm. well best supporting actress mm-hmm. in charlotte's webb for my role of templeton the rat yes um, mm-hmm. i didn't really get much opportunities in high school and i guess i got discouraged from it as well so because you know i was in theater production i mean i actually had a play it sucked ass <laughs>
1: on the outside I was was in it and it was I mean it was a lot our fault though (laughs) like the actors fault. I mean uh, some actors quit on me so I'm thinking as a director
0: but it was a great experience Mm -hmm. um if if I could because I remember I talked to my dad like you know maybe I don't want to say biology maybe I want to say theater like you sure study theater I'm thinking (laughs) true
1: I mean, but like I feel like, you know, that doesn't always have to translate into like you doing like being an actor on like a movie or like a, you know, like acting can help you in a lot of different ways. Like I think actors have like a lot of self-confidence or they just know how to like, they know how to switch like, you know, in different situations or whatever. They know how to put on different faces when they need that face. So I feel like, I mean sometimes yeah no go on
0: yeah because I'm thinking because I had a one two books on acting and they mentioned like there's really not any way to practice for acting because you know with like music and like scale you can practice scales to keep your voice good and you know and athlete like when I was in track and field I mean there's all these drills you can do or ways you can run but I'm thinking for acting how can you practice acting there's really not any way you could,
1: right? Unless you just decide to go out every day and be a different character, like that girl from like Pete the the, the Peanuts series. Like every day, she's like, today she'd be like, my name is Ariel today. And then the next day, she would be like, my name is Charlotte. And like they would be like, girl, or do you have an identity crisis? But that's what I'm saying. Like you can pretend to just be a, a different person every day, I guess, if you want. Yeah, to like- and it also
0: depends what you're acting in. Like with voice acting, you can always like change your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're doing theater um you probably have to do like grand movements it's practically uh Alan Rickman said it's kind of like climbing Mount Everest every night Mm. versus like film you just need to be ready tomorrow and of course the same way how you act on stage you will be acting like in film because the camera's all the way close up on you
1: so that's fair um I mean if I could probably do like community theater and learn how to do improv I suck ass on improv I do admit that well, you know what? You can always practice and be better though. That's yes. the point. Like if it's something you like, you should do it. Um, I remember, I'm remembering that I omitted a lot of stuff from my childhood now that you like brought it up. Like you were like grand movements. And I was like, I was a dancer. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> about that. Like I was a dancer from like five to like 11. And then I did it in high school for a little bit. And girl, like I, at one point, I don't know if I ever thought that I wanted to be a dancer. I think I was just inspired by like, cause like a whole bunch of my cousins did dance. And like, I was just inspired by looking at other people dance and how beautiful the movements were. And I was like, I want to be able to do that. And so like, I, you know, I went into dance. I did ballet, I did tap. um, I did ballet for probably the longest. Um, I did hip hop. That was cringy because I was the only black girl in there. And like, you know I was also the biggest because look at me um uh, but like you know like it was a it was a fun time um you know up until like I stopped doing it but you know like dance is a fun I like pole dancing now um Ooh, yeah that was
0: fun for your birthday Nikki Alley.
1: yes it was a good time wasn't it That's what I'm saying like so dance is a fun thing I don't think I'm as I wanna like, I wanna get back into it, um, but I'm not as probably passionate about it anymore. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's
0: more of a hobby. I mean, I also, as a kid, I was into piano. Yeah, yeah we had a keyboard because both my brother and I were into it. And then of course my brother, we didn't know he had like ADHD at the time. So he didn't focus on the keys. I mean, I was bomb, I had twinkle, twinkle little star, but I couldn't get past merely have a little lamb yes i mean i know jingle bells and i remember telling that to my brother like yeah uh my brother in law bradford like said yeah i know a couple songs like twinkle twinkle little star and jingle bells like oh in other words so you suck
1: <laughs> thinking yeah, you but yes <laughs> lol i also when i was in middle school i started piano and flute at the same time Ooh. so yeah so like i was um, I did piano up until I graduated high school, and then I did flute up until um, band pissed me off and I quit. <laughs> so like, yeah, band is like a cult outside looking in. Yeah, no, it was a cult. Like I promise you, <laughs> I promise you money. Listen, like we used to make band jokes. Like we, I feel like I spent more time with them. Like the like the first year of high school that i spent with anybody else and it was just kind of like white like you know what i'm saying like they they were it was a lot like at one point one of the girls in the flute section tried to accuse me of wanting her man even though he was literally But ugly child. Like, there was nothing attractive about this man. And I'm like, why are you so insecure? Like, he was like a trombone player, I think. And I was like, first of all, the entire brass section is a bunch of dicks because, like, they're mostly dudes (laughs) and they have like egos the size of Mount Everest. Okay. Like, because they play the trumpet or something. So, like, I was like, I'm not into any of them anyway. But, like, child like she acted like she wanted to fight me and I was a freshman at the time and she was like a junior and I'm like aren't you supposed to be more I don't know mature than this like I'm not gonna steal your man I don't want him he's not cute but anyway (laughs) (laughs) flute and (laughs) piano I still have my flute and my keyboard uh so yeah
0: yeah, we still have like keyboards around the house. So and I guess I get a lot of interest, like, ooh, that's inspiring. ooh, that's inspiring. ooh, that's inspiring. Right. I I pick up and just drop off passions.
1: I know I do, too. And that's like I feel like people shouldn't be discouraged by that. That's totally normal. Like there are some things that stay with you because you're supposed to have them and then some things that don't like dancing was that thing for me like piano I'm just starting to think about like you know practicing piano again because like I said earlier I still want to be involved in music some way like like writing lyrics and composing music but like I know how to read music I've just never written music do you see what I'm saying so like <laughs> I have to like literally like kind of try to like ride a bike again with the piano because I got pretty far so I have to just kind of like reteach myself okay this is the skill this is the the. Like so you yeah. know.
0: So I do want to get back into acting somehow. I'm just thinking probably how. Maybe make funny videos on TikTok. Cause I've been told by my family that I'm a good actor. As my sister Stewie say, like, yeah, you're full of shit. You can fake cry on cue. It is true. <laughs> So maybe I might just do funny skits or something to probably just get some time to like pass the way because I do have a couple funny ideas. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if we're still pro, uh, protesting TikTok. I guess it's more for dancers, black dancers, than uh, uh, funny content creators. But also I guess another secret, I guess passionate would be would be like a nice scientific communicator. Cause I guess growing up, everyone and anyone loved Bill Nye, the science guy. Right. So because he made science fun and rule, cool. he made interesting, and he was just charismatic. And then, of course, as I got older, I also enjoyed Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. And, of course, I love Mythbusters. I mean, blowing shit up for science is actually really nice. I mean, if I can blow shit up and make things interesting, I would do it.
1: Yes, safely. (laughs) That's important. Safety is important. Safety is important, friends. Um, yes, I'm all here for that. Um, I want to be a game show host. <laughs> like that's like a recent thing for me. Like since the pandemic started, I was like, I have ideas. They're good. I want to be a game developer. I could be a game show host, <laughs> right? Like I already like talk. I already talk on a podcast. So, and I'm good in front of the camera. I could be a game show host. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's one my- I probably have to learn how to do makeup for the cameras, but yeah. Listen, I know how to do makeup. Just it's need fun.
0: to learn how to do makeup. makeup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, does the girl know how to totally beat a face? No, but she can make it look good enough for a camera under a ring light. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. I have talk for a for soft light, so. And my face has actually been act, acting
0: okay. I mean, besides a couple pimples here and there, but my face is good.
1: Listen, I I think I have I have hormonal acne because like they only pop up when my period is coming. That's how I know. I'm like, Donna. oh, it's coming. Oh, the period is coming." Oh fuck. Um <laughs> So, we're going to go into a couple of questions um as a follow-up question since i think we would be here all day though if we kept going because i feel like we've left them out (laughs) but um do you have to monetize your passion that's like one of the first ones i have um i guess that's the side effect of hustle culture Mm. that you
0: have to like make uh make uh side money or side hustle and like monetize, or you have different streams of income. I don't think you have to. No. Um Sometimes passions can be a little bit more expensive than others, I do admit that. Mm-hmm. So um I don't think you have to, I mean, it would be good and probably great because I seen like friends who's good. at like croqueting and sewing and different things. I'm thinking I'm so inspired by that yeah. and they make an Etsy shop and doesn't really sell. So maybe. So you don't have to always make money from different like streams of income because I guess it kind of makes people feel bad. So I don't think you have to.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a good like segue into this next question is do you feel like the the follow your path passion slash bliss market is like oversaturated? So basically there's like a lot of content creators out there, there's a lot of like people making extra shops, there's a lot of people like just deciding to just become artists, especially like post pandemic, like pandemic and post pandemic, they're like, Well, I'm stuck in my house, so I might as well decide to make that. I don't know, like quilt that I've been like putting off and sell it like you know what I'm saying so like do you feel like that market is oversaturated
0: um I think it could be I guess another one of my passions forgot to mention was cooking because I guess I used to cook for fun and even if I'm cooking like for Thanksgiving I love it the cleanup sucks ass that's right so you shouldn't have to do it (laughs) (laughs) I like trying different things like if I'm cooking for someone and I'm passionate about it that's good. Uh, I think it could be oversaturated because I heard so many people like, "Oh, I made bread." I picked up yoga. Uh, I think it calmed down now since you know the pandemic's dying down. Even though it's increasing now, we might have to go on future lockdowns. So I think since a lot of people are leaving their jobs, one reason for another, or people are early retiring. I think now people are getting to their passions they couldn't do before, which I think is great because I'm thinking I. Because we always put all the way, those kids shit away. And I guess I need to let my inner kid live from time to time. And like, you know, maybe you should pick up those passions.
1: Indeed. Um, I don't feel like you have to monetize your passion. I feel like there, once you do that, it kind of creates, so for me, like, If you're going to monetize your passion, you have to basically come to grips with the fact that there are going to be expectations placed upon you if you attain the type of success that you want to see. So if you're thinking that you're going to go into like YouTube content creation or if you're going to go into like uh, making scarves or you're going to like whatever it is that you do, if you like you have to be come to terms with the fact that like people will demand more of you. Right, consistently like and it it doesn't stop like you could be burned out and people will not care about that um it and it's just like more and more and more and more and more if you want to stay relevant like that's what you have to do so you have to basically say okay this is my passion am I willing to potentially make this into a job and have that passion decrease because of the way that people you know react to it like the expectations that come with it um so i mean like that's that's something you have to contend with like i mean I feel like that's why a lot of people, like a lot of artists go on like really long hiatuses or whatever, because they're like, y'all have literally sucked out everything that I could possibly give. And I don't have anymore. (laughs) Like, Yeah. And
0: let's say if you're your, your passion is baking. Right. um, I realize how hard it is to run a bakery instead of like, you know, bakeries actually open at like 12 o'clock. No, you have to be there at 2am to go get the ingredients, Mm -hmm. start baking and then like private
1: orders exactly yeah i love baking i'd never i'd never make it into a a business a because i'm not that good i feel like i'm an intermediate level baker but like (laughs) b because like that's too much Mm -mm, that's too much to do um but it's like yeah you have to like i know for me like i don't want to be like i feel like 30 is my cutoff point i don't want to be doing a nine to five job like forever and like i'm going to be in a creative field like that i have to say but it's just about like where i want to go like you know what i'm saying because i have so many like things that i want to do like like i said i have way too many passions we'd be here all day but like it's about where i where i want to go and what i want to do but it's also about figuring out like okay what kind of impact do i want to make on the world like what like is this about money and if this is about money like is this still going to continue to be my passion like going forward? Am I willing? Am I invested in this enough to where if the love is taken out of it, I'm still going to be able to wake up and do this every single morning. That's what you have to contend with yourself with because it people are going to literally take everything out of you. (laughs) And that's just what it is. Um, but we're going to do one more thing before we move on. Okay. it's These are passion questions I got from TikTok. Because mm-hmm. um, the younger generation tortures me things. Um, okay. So it's a basically like a find your passion like thing. Right. So it says, what did you enjoy doing as a kid and why? And so basically when you answer these questions, you're kind of just supposed to go by impulse and gut. Like you're not supposed to really think that hard about it, I think. Okay,
0: Hmm. well, I guess running around, just like, being free like when we go into the park and I remember we used to live in Ohio it was we get snow and just running around and just getting a sleigh and just sliding down I guess it kind of is like freedom I mean if I just run around as an adult people thinking why are you running so I just kind of like that sense of burst of energy and yeah sometimes I get like bursts of energy just want to run around but I just look you are doing it so I'm just thinking just the freedom just running around in a park or running around in the snow. I mean, as an adult, I hate snow and I guess kind of like the <laughs> pressure, responsibilities, but my inner kid,
1: yay, snow, it's fun. Okay. There. Um, when I was a kid, I loved I loved performing in front of people. I was a little bit of an attention whore. So I liked, <laughs> <laughs> I liked attention, but like, I loved like, you know, performing in front of people. I loved making things for people. Um, like, you know what? I just wanted people to watch me and I loved, and I like, I just, I wanted people to watch me and I, and I liked it. And I guess I wanted it. The why is just like, I wanted people to be entertained like I wanted to bring joy in some way shape or form so that's and so this first question basically is what fulfills your inner child um so that's the that's the first reason for the first question Uh, the second question is what hobby skills and talents do you have that you enjoy and why Well, I guess creating
0: things. So like Mm -hmm.
1: the car making business or like cooking,
0: because I love trying like different types of recipes and also challenges me because, for example, like I like to cook different foods. So sometimes my dad would do a different recipe on a different diet, like keto diet. Okay, maybe want to use different types of flour, see how this tastes or find ways to like make different types of food healthy like I love burgers I'm thinking what well, how can I make a burger healthy or um pizza what's a way I can probably decrease calories on pizza and like different types of like water different infused water like right now I have like a half lemonade half tea like cut up lemon with water in it and oranges in my water <laughs> cheers virtual cheers virtual cheers yay um <laughs> uh, so just creating different foods different drinks I'm thinking because you have to eat sometime and I like because right now I cut out all sodas and I love taking carbonated waters and teas and just creating different foods with it and and it just likes to push my skills as a chef and I guess another one of my passions is like again get inspired from like cooking just like ooh, I want to try that recipe
1: yeah um Yes. Uh, so, hobby, skills, and talents I have that I enjoy. Um, I enjoy, I enjoy playing like shenanigans with people. I enjoy like I enjoy talking to people, interviewing people. I enjoy like um, just like kind of getting to to know people right now. And so, I think I've become really good at that, and really good at hosting. Like, I've had to host events for like um, my job and stuff like that, like really recently, like a lot. So I love doing that. Um, I love making people laugh. Um, I like entertaining them still. Like, so I think like hobbies where I get to do like the podcast, Like just as a side note, I push for this podcast. Like, let's be clear. Belmars didn't come to me and say, can we redo the podcast? No, it was me. I was like, Belmars, can we redo the podcast? Okay. Um, I
0: mean, it's a great creative outlet because I put my voice out there and I guess gets a little bit more confident. I still mumble from this day, but I think it's great for practicing speaking.
1: Indeed. Yeah. So um, yeah, like I love, I love being able to speak to people. I like, I like when we do panels on here. I love talking to people and getting to know their perspective. Um, sometimes I like arguing with people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love using my voice. I love singing um, and that. And I really enjoy that. And like, I just I, I also like love editing videos now. I've like learned that as well for some, like I just, it's a recent thing that I've also learned to love and I enjoy those kinds of things and I enjoy manipulating my voice. Um, and I just enjoy like playing games and entertaining people and making them laugh. So like, and you know, developing games and stuff. So that question um was uh basically to fulfill the present day you like in what like you know you enjoy like just to kind of find the things that you enjoy um, and then the last question is what contribution do you want want to make and why i guess contribution huh that is a good question
0: mm-hmm. well i do want to contribute like different viewpoints probably add different nuance to things Mm-hmm. and um probably see things from a different angle because sure sometimes not all the time like play devil's advocate I'm thinking okay to play devil's advocate let's see from a different perspective how mm-hmm. would you see it or so I think a contribution of probably like a nuance to different subjects
1: Hmm. okay interesting my conscious uh I think the contribution that I really want to strive to make is um i think not only in, to entertain people but in the future i i think i really want to be a philanthropist <laughs> like i that's been on my like i was telling the, the guy I was on a date with yesterday, I was like, yeah, I want to open like homeless shelters. I want to be able to de-gentrify community, like, like neighborhoods in our community and give them yeah. back to black people. I want to be able to, um, to start scholarship programs and like internship programs for like young marginalized groups of people so that they can, you know, get their start and be, become bigger and be able to create. So I think, Overall, my contribution is to be able to provide avenues to create opportunities for a wider group of people that didn't get that opportunity otherwise. So I think that's the larger contribution I wanna make. And I the reason why I think is because like, I don't want like, I mean, and maybe that's kind of like a selfish reason, but I don't want to keep like, you know, hearing these stories about like people who didn't get their shot until later in life. I don't want to have to keep passing by people on the street who have like so much value, but they were just in like harder circumstances and they don't have a way to like be able to, um, you know use those talents that they may have so that's my why um and of course that question is thinking about the future and like you know so like all three questions are basically like so that you can come up with kind of a passion you combine them so you find something that fulfills your inner child you find something that goes with the present you and what you're good at and then you find something that So you have to find something that fulfills all three requirements, past child, your your childhood self, your inner child, um, what you're good at now, and then what you want to contribute. And that essentially is like your path or your passion or whatever they say. So if y'all want to answer these questions, please feel free to. I'll put them in my the bio. Um, I also think I'm going to f- go back and find the person's TikTok who actually made this. And I'm going to link it too, so that you can just so she can get more views because she deserves it um and yeah like use that and see if it helps you use this exercise see if it helps you like figure out like maybe like what you want to do with your life if i can say that i help some people figure out what they want to do with their life i'm already fulfilling whatever this passion is (laughs) so yes um but we're gonna take one last quick break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna take a picture uh, career aptitude test (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll be back Yay! Uh, we're back, <laughs> and we're gonna play. Uh, if you want to play this quiz, it's on Truity.com. It is a photo career quiz. It essentially combines like the what is it called the Ha uh, the Holland Code Career Test with pictures because <laughs> hmm. we know people don't like reading, so. <laughs> so we're supposed to choose from each pair that we see there's a line separating them um, which one we like so I've also sent this to Belmar so she can take it at the same time as me but I'm going to show everybody like what we're gonna what we're doing while we do it so for the first pair we have a man repairing uh, marking a wall uh and then for and then huh I don't think I received the link you did it okay I'm gonna send it resend it to you I'm gonna resend it to you where's my chat box Try. Oh, I can't see it. Lord. Okay, I'm going to send it to you and whatchamacallit. Okay. 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 Sorry, y'all. We're having (laughs) difficulties over here. It happens to the best of us. It's Sunday. You're lucky I got up at all this morning. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Here you go. Yay. In the chat. Thank you. I mean, I
0: am on painkillers because i have bad knees well actually bad form with knees from squatting uh always point your toes forward when you squat lesson learned yay
1: all right i'll just take that into account because i you know what my knees anyway we're we're, not meg the stallions that's all we have to say (laughs) i have (laughs) knees of a basketball player that's right uh so okay do you have the quiz do you have it open yes i have the
0: quiz open
1: Yes. Okay. So the first pair we have is a man, a white man marking a wall <laughs> of a beam of a house, and then another white man showing a little white baby and her mama had a brush teeth. So, which would you rather be a white man marking a wall or a white man? <laughs> hmm.
0: That's a good question. I think I'll be the white man marking the wall because I guess I like
1: doing things with my hands. All right. I am going to pick, strangely enough, um, the white man showing a little baby how to (laughs) brush teeth. Yay. The next pair we have is um, somebody putting a whole bunch of equations. It looks like orgo chem on on a screen. Organic chemistry,
0: which is a lot of synthesis, or a man talking to a microphone in front of a crowd. Huh.
1: I'm definitely gonna pick man talking in a microphone in front of a crowd because all that Orgo Kim is making my brain hurt.
0: <laughs> it does, I understand some of it. I'm gonna choose Orgo Kim because I guess I like torturing myself.
1: <laughs> okay, next we have a lady. Um, we have a lady in with a whole bunch of clothes, a white lady in from, with a whole bunch of clothes and then another older white lady um, with a long ass receipt thing on a computer. <laughs>
0: oh if that was a white lady with a lunch i am misinterpreting Al, I mean.
1: Al, Al, somebody's hungry
0: <laughs> so i going to choose the white lady with the clothes because i'm thinking it looks pretty cool
1: me too i too would choose a white lady with the clothes okay now we have a man on a bike just jumping in the air like he's jumping the bike in the air i can't talk he's- he looks like a motorbike and like a motorbike and the other in a white finger pressing the number seven <laughs> on a calculator. Um, I'm gonna choose a
0: calculator because I'm thinking if I fall off one of those motorbikes and lose the ability to walk.
1: Fair. Even though I calculators are not appealing to me, I'm gonna pick calculator because I too don't wanna fall off a bike. <laughs> oh, next we have an Asian lady doing math. And then in the other picture, we have uh, what appears to be his, an Hispanic lady talking to an elderly white lady in a wheelchair. <laughs> and the Hispanic lady's wearing scrubs. She is wearing scrubs and a
0: stethoscope. Uh, well, those, that was like a basic math equation. I can handle advanced math, but then the old people in the chair. Um, I worked in healthcare being. <laughs> huh that's a good question I do love helping people and you know especially those the elderly they can teach me a lot of lessons mm-hmm. so huh I think I'm, I'm
1: gonna go with the old lady in the wheelchair I too I'm gonna go with old lady in the wheelchair because I actually have a lot of experience with this more than I would thought I would have but yeah um. Okay, we have a man looking at color, a color swatch, that my mom, uh, <laughs> and a very uh, interesting looking screen. And then we have some business people also all hovering around one tiny screen. So which appeals to you, Belmars? I think the
0: business people looking at the tiny screen, because that seems teamwork to me. Teamwork?
1: Interesting. I'm going to pick the man with color swatches because I like colors. <laughs> oh, it, remind, it reminds me of design. It reminds me of the time I took a webmastering class. I actually kind of liked webmastering. It mm. um, didn't go into it though. LOL. Um, all right. So we have a group of firefighters putting out a fire in one side. And on the other side, we have a man going through what appears to be reports with a couple.
0: Huh. I'm gonna go with the firefighters because I'm thinking teamwork, a little bit of danger, putting yourself out there, helping people make a difference, being a hero.
1: That's so nice. I'm not gonna pick that dangerous profession. (laughs) I'm gonna pick um, I'm gonna pick that man. I'm gonna choose to be a white man in a business suit, showing a couple reports because that seems easy. (laughs) That seems easy enough for me to do. Um Okay, we have on one side a man doing science in a lab <laughs> with chemicals, I assume. Uh, and on the other side, we have um, numbers and a ruler, lots and lots of numbers and a ruler.
0: I'm gonna choose to science because I've been a lab analyst for two of my jobs. And I'll be just at home with the, like the white person with the micro and the different types of flasks. So I think it could be either microbiology or chemistry, I can't really tell. I'm gonna say some type of chemistry. So I'm gonna go with the lab people person.
1: I'm gonna go with the lab person as well because all those numbers are not for me, sis. Okay, like, I don't know what you're doing, but I don't like it. Um, All right, in this other picture, we have what appears to be a Hispanic man with a goatee playing (laughs) a guitar. Uh, With headphones on. And in the other picture, we have another seemingly Hispanic man with an elderly white woman um, in her household. Yes,
0: and white scrubs. scrubs, That's right. Okay, I can't play an instrument to save my life. Um, (laughs) You just a gun to my head, and they say play the keyboard in your room. I'm thinking just pull the trigger. So I'll go with the elderly person.
1: I'm gonna pick the musician because I like music, um, even though I can't play guitar, but I'm pretty sure I could learn if I tried hard enough. All right, so we have a man in a forest with um a hard hat and a long ass clipboard. Look at that clipboard. It's the whole mm-hmm. length of his freaking forearm. And then the other side, another white man in a library reading a book. Oh, I thought it was
0: like kind of like looking at medical records or a book. I don't
1: know. I'm not sure. It's very clinical looking though, isn't it? It's very white.
0: Yes. So if I'm just bored looking at medical records, I remember I was shouting people in a pharmacy in high school because it was hardcore into the medical field. I'm thinking I would rather shoot myself than work in the pharmacy because it was so goddamn boring. <laughs> so I'm going to choose the white man in the hard hat in the forest. I mean, I just need tons of bug spray and I'll probably be fine.
1: L O L, I will not do that. I'm gonna read a book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm read a book, girl, because uh outside and I'm not friends. Uh, <laughs> next, we have someone drawing what appears to be vegetation with pencil. And the other image is of a man dripping a car <laughs> with his hands, greasy. Mm-hmm.
0: I would have to go with the man or those pair of hands deep in the car, because I learned how to do basic car maintenance, because I remember my first car, with a 1996 Toyota Corolla, and we got a basic ass car. I mean, it was high school, so I didn't care. I got a car. So mm-hmm. I learned basic ass maintenance for a car, learned how to change a tire, shit like that. So it's important to learn those maintenance. I'll choose the uh, engine.
1: I'm gonna choose a drawing because <laughs> maintenance is not for the, your girl, okay? It's not, cause I will fuck something up and then <clears throat> what will I do? Um, all right, on one side, we have someone who appears to be writing a paper, oh, college. And then on the other side, we have someone who appears to be in another lab, also writing something perhaps, or searching for something, not sure. I mean, my experience,
0: I'm going to go back to the lab because I'm thinking that person also has like a couple ball of up papers. And sometimes when I write papers, since always it's scientific. So anytime I turn a paper and like, oh, it's like 70 percent plagiarized, I'm thinking, well, 70 percent of its data, the same as data that everyone else had. So I didn't exactly plagiarize it, sir. Exactly. So I'm going to go with the lab.
1: I'm going to pick uh, the, the person typing and writing things because that is my life. <laughs> yes. Okay, on one side we have a school teacher and on the other side we have a woman with a Rolodex um, that appears to be talking to her client. I don't know. There's hmm. mm. a bunch Let's of see. books. Looks like law books behind her. Uh, if I had to guess. I mean... I like kids.
0: I mean, my favorite niece is turning 12 and I always enjoy her no matter what age she is. She's so no fun. The, She is. <laughs> a lot of personality.
1: Yes. No she, one can keep that little girl down. Um. So,
0: or probably become a lawyer. Because I know my sister Stewie went to law school and they say that they do like a lot of background checks on her. And thinking, oh yeah, you're probably crazy because a lot of things ping up. So I'm thinking... Would my past get me in trouble, even though it's not me? <laughs> so to get into that, and my sister Stewie's now a teacher, and she has a good job at it. But would I have enough patience for kids? I mean, I can probably have I probably have more patience for kids than adults. So, huh? I'm gonna just go with the lawyer lady.
1: The lawyer lady. I'm gonna pick the children because I mean, people have been telling me to be a teacher for my almost my entire life. So like. <laughs> And I like kids, it just depends on what age, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that I would be able to handle. Now, again, don't take this to mean that I would be a teacher because I'm not, I'm not gonna be a teacher <laughs> in this fucking country, y'all are bullshit. But like, you know, somewhere else maybe. All right, so in the next two images we have is a man who appears to be on several computers with some doohickeys that looks like wire cutters behind one of the screens, not sure what he does. And on He's the other side, uh-huh, we have a man with a a toddler in his lab and a balloon and somebody talking to him about the toddler in his lap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, child I call your
0: can be very depressing.
1: Yes, girl. Ooh, that's why I said I'd never go into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I'm thinking either A, the kids have a lot of issues or B, a lot of the parent thinking, oh, this is the problem child. He caused, he's the reason why our marriage is bad or our family is bad we realize it's just, whole other things going on so I'm gonna go with the man with the uh doohickey hardware and the box cutters because I did something like that in physics in high school and that was pretty fun we actually made like a dollhouse with like uh lights
1: Cool. I'm gonna pick the child even though child psychology does bum me the hell out but mm, the other thing confuses me so (laughs) um okay Next, we have two images of a man in a meeting with a whole bunch of other white people. Work on your diversity, sir. Um, (laughs) Showing this other man papers. Um, And then in this other image, we have somebody filling out what appears to be a sheet, an Excel spreadsheet that you should have done on Excel with a pen. (laughs) (laughs) So I think those are prices, perhaps. Counts. I'm gonna go
0: with the first one with the a bunch of white people and diversity. I mean, I guess growing up, I guess in Ohio and then Pennsylvania, I'm kind of low key used to being like the only black person in the room. I mean, I shouldn't. And then in some of my advanced classes, probably like one or two other black
1: people. Exactly. (sighs) Such is life. I too will pick the man with the sheets. Because that looks way better than whatever that other thing is. All right. So in one image, we have a lady sprinting down a track. Okay. She looks like she, ooh. And then in the other image, we have a lady with a child that from the side perhaps looks like she has Down syndrome. I can't really tell. Um, but they're really close. They're laughing. They're having a good time. So sprinting or child with potential special needs. Well, she's a runner. She's a track star. I'm choosing the track lady. I'm gonna choose, well, I do like running though. Hmm. Hmm, 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 hmm. I'm gonna pick the child. Because again, I love children. Um. Okay, next we have a man looking at rocks. <laughs> the archaeological
0: uh, dig.
1: it could perhaps be that. And then in the other, we have a two people sitting with another man on the other side of the table who has a book um they're in a meeting of some sorts (laughs) what do you think huh
0: let's see i mean I don't know. Maybe it's my twenty percent whiteness speaking, but being outside, just looks interesting in the archaeological build. I mean, if it's for like indigenous people, maybe should give it to the indigenous people. i like, thinking instead like giving to goddamn Europe.
1: Right. But I'm just
0: thinking I'm just probably putting a lot of my personal feelings into these pictures.
1: Oh, so, uh, <laughs> projecting. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to do the archaeological dig. I'm going to do without, too, because this other thing looks like a couple's something. I'm not sure. I mean, it makes me uncomfortable when I guess when the
0: boss say we need to talk. I mean, that phrase scares the hell out of me. I mean, last time we used exactly something good. Like, oh, you're doing a great job. I'm thinking, oh, I was like freaking out. I'm going to get
1: fired. Right, girl. Like, please don't ever use those words to to me again. Um, All right. In one picture, we have a man and a woman dancing um and in another like she's doing a high kick very cute the other man is in a very interesting costume pretty sure this is like um this is
0: spanish culture of spain look like a matador type costume so like a cultural dance
1: yeah cultural dance and then the other picture we have a man looking at a wrecked car well it's not totally wrecked the front is screwed up though like somebody ran into the back of something (laughs) hmm hmm
0: Let's see. Mm, 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 mm. Well, I don't want to appropriate another culture. I mean, I might get married into that. So, <laughs> uh, but then also there's a the guy. Hmm. Because both of them could work. Hmm. I guess I'll go with the guy with the wrecked car. Someone like he's doing an investigation.
1: Indeed, it does seem like he's doing, he's making taking notes. I forgot to mention that. I'm gonna pick dancing because dancing. <laughs> I want a man to look at me that way. <laughs> I mean, because you're kicking, you're probably showing your hoo ha to the guy. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> More of that. Um, all right, in the other, in this uh, picture, we have a man chopping what appears to be a tiny little tomato. And in the other picture, we have someone pulling out a large file.
0: Well, I'm gonna go with the chef because I love the ingredients that's going on here because I'm also in love with bell peppers now. Mm-hmm. It has so much flavor in it and it's a great, it has more vitamin C than an orange.
1: Yes, yes, learning things, vitamin C. Oh, use more bell peppers, friends. All right, in our next image, we have a man that appears to be looking at pipes on a computer with lots of like instruments to draw circles and things of that nature. And then in the other picture, we have a man high-fiving a little girl as she does uh, her homework. (laughs) Classwork. Classwork, yeah. I
0: also find the 3D model interesting.
1: 3D model is interesting, yes. And And this hand is brown. In this really yeah. final picture. I w- I should say that the man, that's high-fiving the high fiving little girl is Asian. So <laughs> don't let that make your decision though. <laughs> <laughs> but the concept of the picture to lead you to your enlightenment. Yeah. Hmm. So I'm gonna choose the one with the pipes. You're gonna choose pipes? I'm gonna choose man high-fiving little girl because again, children. <laughs> um, okay, so in one picture, we have a woman who appears to be designing some sort of ad that has to do with children. And then in the other picture, we have a woman who appears to be at a conference with a clipboard and a microphone. I like the conference, the clipboard,
0: and the microphone. Cause I do feel comfortable talking for a large crowds.
1: Indeed. I'm a low key attention whore. Yes, attention whore, high five. <laughs> July <laughs> um, hmm, do I want to design an ad or do I want to, cause I like both of these equally. Like if I'm going to be real with you. Mm. Um, hmm, 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 hmm. I think I'm going to go with lady with a clipboard as well because I too am comfortable in front of very large groups of people. So this is not uncommon for me. <gasps> no Chrome. Anyway, uh, in the next set of picture, we have a, pictures. We have a man riding on a horse in the wood fields. You. Yeah, woods because I'm thinking it's kind of like pine trees, and mm-hmm. they're a little short though. And then we have a in the next picture we have a lady leaning over desk, really looking like a boss, like <laughs> like a corporate setting, a corporate boss.
0: To I would on... love to have a desk like in a high rise, even though it probably isn't safe to have it in a high rise. No. I mean, because, you know, escaping, that's a lot of stairs and then top of a lot of stairs and then what if a fire happens, but the view look nice. I guess that's the pro. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's the pro. The view is nice. I guess I could use corporate lady boss. I too am going to be corporate lady boss because I don't know how to ride a horse. (laughs) I don't know. And that doesn't appeal to me. A man in a cowboy hat. I want to be a man in a cowboy hat. Next. Um, there's a lady who appears to be doing drugs. I'm just kidding, she's not doing drugs. She's, <laughs> she <laughs> appears to be um, combining some drugs, she perhaps is a pharmacist. She has a pestle, pestle and mortar, mortar and pestle. I can talk. Um, <laughs> and then in the next picture, there's a man who appears to be doing some calculations and filling out a booklet.
0: I find drugs interesting, even
1: though I'm not big on pharmacy. I'll probably choose that over punching in numbers. I'm going to pick lady with mortar and pestle as well, because kitchen witchery. Um, So we have a man that seems to be drawing a very detailed model of some sort of... uh, 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 something. It's like a park? A, like a park, park design? Yeah, something like that. There's a lot of buildings, like trees. And then in the other picture, we have a person feeding a little baby goat with a bottle of milk. Maybe. Yeah.
0: huh? I think probably designing a park will be pretty good because it also shows different lines. I think probably represents different elevations.
1: Yes, So probably with that. Topography of some sort. Yes, I too will go with that um, because... Animals are just sketch. I'm just kidding. Um, all right, we have a man who seems to be wiring some sort of machine. He has a hard hat on. He's got tools in his tool belt. And then we have another man who looks like he's looking at brain scans and other images of medical persuasion.
0: I think it might just be the torso, actually, because I'm thinking mm-hmm. kind of like different, like an MRI or the torso or different slices of the body.
1: I see that now. Good eye, Belmars. So, do you want to look at a torso like a pervert? I'm just kidding. Or do you want to rewire?
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to go with the pervert option because I like to see what's inside of you.
1: Yes, me too. I too am going to go with the pervert option. All right. So we have a lady who appears to be uh, drawing in great detail a picture of a woman on one side, and then on the other side we have a man operating a uh, helicopter. Uh, I think it could be an,
0: yeah some type of aircraft of some sort. Yeah. I'm gonna do with that because right now I heard from my dad uh, that the FAA has a shortage of pilots. That's true. More so they just to be trained, and right now they get paid, I think like 250 an hour just to fly a plane. So I'm thinking, hell yeah, fly
1: hell yeah, I'll fly your plane. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. I'm going to pick the lady drawing something. You <laughs> know, flying a plane seems like it would be fun, but there's like storm clouds. I didn't mention that in this picture. And I'm like, ooh, scary.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, just go with some turbulence. I mean, I would I would love to actually learn to be a pilot and then like fly like a private jet. Because my dad used to have a private license and he used to like fly us all the time when we were kids, but then he let it expire. I'm thinking Aww. And you have to retire like at 55 or 60 if you're a pilot. So, and then afterwards, you probably just become a manager or supervisor of some sort. Because I guess your eyesight goes down.
1: Yeah, that makes sense though. Yeah, that makes sense. Interesting. All right. In this next picture, we have someone who appears to be uh, putting makeup on another person's face. Um, and then in the other picture, surgery is happening. About four people in the scrubs and, you know, in an operating room. So about Mars. Which one would be? Hmm. We- both of them needs a steady
0: hand. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one bad move would screw up both of them thinking shit for screw up the makeup, thinking uh, good luck. And then the other one person's gonna die. Huh? I do like colors. But then also, let me. Hmm. But then also, I have ex- years of experience playing video games, so I think I probably have a good steady hand.
1: Please. So
0: let's see. I think I'm gonna go with the surgery.
1: You're gonna go with surgery. I'm yeah. gonna go with makeup only because I have a little bit of experience in that. Not to this degree. Like this girl is putting whole like. Like that's cream eyeshadow. I have no experience with that. Like there's there's jewels going on the face. I don't have, but I would like to learn. So yeah, it's like a Cirque du Soleil type
0: makeup. Yes,
1: definitely. Um, next, we have a lady massaging a man's arms uh, or his back muscles, or rather, and then we have another man in another picture with a woman and a person off camera who looks like they're talking about a file.
0: Hmm. So in a business setting.
1: A business huh.
0: setting. I mean, I would love, love to learn like how to get people that good touch on the shoulders. Indeed. I mean, maybe me seem like a pervert, but. uh.
1: You already proved you're a pervert because you looked at people's torsos. <laughs> so you might as well <laughs> go all the way. Oh, let's see. Hmm i'm just gonna go with the touching of the man's shoulders i too am gonna go with that as well because i don't like whatever this is (laughs) next we have a lady behind a desk checking in what appears to be an elderly woman she looks like betty white yeah she does look like betty white like an off-brand betty white um (laughs) checking in to a medical facility um, and then on the other side, we have a woman with a clipboard consoling a black woman because we have problems uh, <laughs> on a couch. She too has a clipboard. Yes.
0: I mean, the lady on the left can also pass for a quad room. I mean, now I'm just being racist now, but yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm going to probably go with the lady with the clipboard consoling the other black lady. Me too.
1: I too am gonna go for with that one. All right, last one. We have a man who appears to be showing a couple um, a beautiful staircase, presumably of a house. And then on the other side, we have a whole line of people, of men, presumably in an army uniform. <laughs> hmm. I think Pongo go with the army uniform. I'm gonna go for the man selling people a house because I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time to score it, Belmars. One, two, three, go. I'm a creator.
0: Okay, it says I'm a thinker.
1: Ooh, so um, for a creator... It says my primary interest area is artistic, which means I'm a creator, interested in imagination, self-expression, and artistic experience. They enjoy drama, fine arts music, and creative writing, all things I like. Um, And they work with visual elements such as form colors and patterns. Um, They like unstructured work environment. (laughs) Oh yes, girl. (laughs) Um, Free to express individuality. They avoid work settings with a lot of strict rules. Um, let's see, creators like their works best when they can think outside the box and put own personal spin. Your primary career goal be to find a job where you can use your imagination and solve creative problems in a unique and original way. And sample careers would be a graphic designer, musician, journalist, novelist, and architect. So what- Mine was- says your primary interest
0: Area is investigation, which means you're thinking, which enjoys work with ideas, theories, and logical analysis. Thinkers enjoy abstract problem solving and also like to be in a scientific or academic environment. Thinkers want to discover new ideas in their work and enjoy doing research. Thinkers prefer jobs that are more intellectual than physical. They often like to work independently and would usually rather spend their time analyzing data and concepts than trying to motivate or lead other people. Thinkers like their work best when they can explore concept and create theories about the way you think things work. As a thinker, your primary career goals would be to find a job where you can think through complex abstract problems, examine data, discover patterns and principles. Some career thinkers include mathematician, engineer, computer programmer, financial analyst.
1: Interesting. So the next section gives us like a score summary of each of the six interest areas. So it's obviously creator, building, thinking, Oh, so that, well, there's I-N-G words. So it's building, thinking, creating, helping, persuading and organizing. Um, so I got low on building because the girl's <laughs> not getting her hands dirty. Uh, what did you get on building? High. Of course you did. <laughs> um, I got moderate on thinking. So there's that. Um, also high on thinking. Yes, we know. On creating, I got high, obviously. <laughs> I got the opposite low. <laughs> I, on helping, I got High. I got moderate on helping. Okay. on persuading. I got moderate. What about you? Oh, me too. Moderate. Yeah. High five. We, we match on something. <laughs> and then on organizing, I got low. I got moderate on organization, even though my room's a mess. <laughs> right. Listen, don't go into, don't come into my apartment. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Um, so now that you know what your top interests are, you can now search for careers based on your interest profile. Obviously from this point forward they would obviously like want us to search careers what happens if i press search careers now what will it do oh i'm curious yeah oh okay get it oh oh it just gives us like oh a whole list so cool. i got like same
0: thing accountant or auditor an actor actuary agriculture engineer
1: oh so you literally have to like break it down so if i put cre- creating and i exclude like thinking because that's the one i got lowest on then it would search and give me oh, yes let me take a
0: work. screenshot of the scrap i got let's see i got high on building and thinking so i'm just gonna probably do woe on organize organizing because i even though it's modern i'm pretty sure i'm not <laughs> right thinking and well on organizing are you Sur-
1: surprised by any of your uh your uh, answers or any of your, whatchamacallits?
0: I guess it's not since I'm guessing I've always been in STEM. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not too surprising since I work in a lot of STEM fields. Cause I bounce between like oil and gas and healthcare. Um, but being in healthcare, realize how draining it is on both sides, like working in the healthcare and also kind of being a patient in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, why do I care so much about
1: these people fuck you guys (laughs) (laughs) right um yeah i think the only thing i don't think any of these really um like because organizing and like building no i already know i already know that those are things for me so i'm not like too surprised by my results but um, yeah, no, it was an interesting little test to take. It was really cute. I liked it. It was a fun time. Um, and y'all can also take the test. I will put it in the link in the description. But um, yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are done for the day, girls. Um, uh, what do I want to say to end this? Um, the alpha kappa alpha is still out there (laughs) okay in these streets so you need to be careful wear your masks um and get the vaccine um yeah and make sure to follow us on social media i'm still posting videos from the like clips and stuff from our podcast so you can see on screen like you know us do crazy things yeah uh, so you can match the voice to
0: the face I mean we do sound alike because a lot of people do kind of like wow you guys sound alike
1: <laughs> which I'm like we do <laughs> I guess yeah, we can like, see it. yeah like we were her her niece said that when she was all like munchie was like oh my god yeah y'all sound the same I couldn't tell which one of you were talking I'm like for real I guess it's because we've been friends for too long uh, yeah <laughs> um, I mean I guess when we make funny voice you can tell which is which yeah, but like, I guess normally you can't, but um, yes, please, uh, you know, do all that fun stuff. Make sure to come back next week. We're going to be talking about weddings because <laughs> I'm going to be in one. And <laughs> oh man. So we're going to talk about that next week. Um, but Bill Mars, what, what do you have to say to close it? Yeah, I guess closing, I guess probably every once in a while, I guess a therapeutic exercise, kind of have like a conversation with your inner
0: child. I'm thinking probably let them heal from different traumas that they probably face because I'm thinking because I guess I'm on Ayana Van Zandt because we kind of have like a narrative that we just tell Mm ourselves and many times we're just kind of like stop at that age where we're just traumatized so and also wear your mask and I guess follow your passions I mean Mm -hmm. probably put some time out of the day to follow your passion because I understand as adults millennials since the youngest millennials probably like in their 20s yes young millennials like i want to say like 25 or 23 or 24. uh i don't
1: know either
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the oldest millennials in their goddamn 40s so i guess it's good to probably follow your passions and interests and um probably just take a time for yourself because i'm thinking putting yourself first isn't always selfish
1: It is not, yeah, so make sure to put yourself first and um, yeah, like put yourself out there. Um, If you have something that you wanna do, and like I said, you can like calmly and rationally answer those questions like I asked earlier, then go ahead and do it. Like even if it does seem like the market is oversaturated, even even if you might feel like, oh, other people have already done this, like what am I gonna bring to the table? if you can ask yourself that question about like what contribution you want to make, if you keep that in your brain and you know what you want to do, then, you know, somebody is going to be, you never know who you're going to impact with the work that you can do until you do it. Right. Right. So, um, I mean, I, just like a quick antidote, I remember this like so vividly, like I wrote a poem for in college for, um, my, It was like a poetry and uh, fiction class, like short fiction Mm -hmm. class. And we presented them to each other for critique. Like, cause that's what you do in these classes. Like you do a round table where you do like discussion. And one of the girls literally like turned to me and she was like, I needed this. Like, I don't think you understand, I needed this. Like, and I was like, you did? And it was just like, it was, it's really great to hear that. Even if it's just like one person, like I impacted one person and I made their life better. Even if it was only like temporarily. But you know what? Like, it's just, you never know, like, what kind of impact you can have. So do it. (laughs) Do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. We'll see you guys next week.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Take care of yourself. Wear your mask. Social distance. Wash
1: your hands. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. And, um, yeah, stay safe out there, people. Bye-bye. (laughs) Oh. <laughs>